0: time to buy and home prices are on the rise getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power sellers want to know that you're for real and being pre-qualified by american financing gives them that assurance and that's the key to winning in a seller's market American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
1: Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora.
2: KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts
3: now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls,
4: children of all ages, at the ones and twos for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver. makes some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O! Oh. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H.W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts,
3: and he's always right. Thinks he's always right. James Manchester-Mirlett.
4: And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor. A turning at flaw. Make some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. Yeah!
5: Hey, guys. Gabe Lambscott here for the Colorado Avalanche. Listen, I've seen the list to be the voice at DIA. And Vic is by a mile the shortest guy on that list. He has short man syndrome. He needs this. This will be good for his confidence. And he really needs something to be passionate about in his life. And I think this could really be his lifeline. So I wish you all the best, Vic, and good luck. Thank you, Captain. Appealing to everyone's sympathies, apparently.
6: Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Here with the uh, future voice alongside James Manchester Marillac. HW Will Peterson, Jesse Trujillo and Marty O. Back on the train. Uh, big show, big show and a uh, pleasant surprise in about 14 minutes. We will be joined by the head coach of your Denver Nuggets. Michael Malone is going to call into the program. And I know a lot of you are thinking what I'm thinking. Whoa. Paul Millsat practiced yesterday. Whoa. How soon before we see Paul Millsap on the court? Whoa. Those are questions we will pose for one Michael Malone coming up at 7.15. Whoa. You guys thinking the same thing I'm thinking? Yes.
7: Uh It was interesting, though. I think it was Earl Boykins when he was on with um Ron Zapolo and Julie when Ron was sitting in for Scott. I think he mentioned he's a little worried when Millsap comes back how he kind of fits into the lineup. In a great. Same deal with Plumlee, right? Like, has Plumlee been out for the entire 12 game stretch where they were 9 and 3? Or did no. he get hurt, in the, he no, got hurt he, in the midst of it? Yes.
6: He got hurt in the uh, midst of that Oklahoma City game.
7: So this goes squarely in the category of good problem to have. Yes. Right? Because you're looking at it going, hey, this is a team that went into the all-star break hot. I mean, the, the win in Milwaukee was big to keep the momentum going. And now the problem you have, quote unquote, is you got to figure out how to put a multi-time All-Star back into your lineup and a key contributor, one of your big men, back into the lineup. Good problem
6: to have, but doesn't mean yeah. it's not a problem. I still think you have problems, and then you have, eh, issues. This is more of an sure. issue. No, I, I agree with you. A four-time
8: leader. All-Star is just a, an issue. <laughs> right? I agree with you. That ain't no problem. Yeah. They, they
7: were 9-3 and three in their last 12 games, and two of those three losses, they had a shot at the buzzer to win it. It's all I'm saying. Yes, I, and I'm not trying to be Captain Bringdown. I'm just saying, hey,
6: that oh, was. Oh, no, uh, you're pretty good at Captain Bringdown. You're
7: Manchester. Yeah. It's something to ask Coach Malone. Hey, how do we how do we go about this? What, we what's will the
6: concern? Query the coach when he joins us in 12 minutes. Now, you guys see all these people that I'm campaigning against now come up with their own videos. Yeah, the Channel Seven crew, yeah. the Channel Four gang, everybody's got videos. They're all going out to the airport and doing what I did a week ago. Yeah, welcome yeah. to the party kids.
7: Yeah, I mean it's it, who do you who do you want representing you? Do you want somebody
6: who starts the campaign trail or
7: someone who finishes? Do you want someone who comes up with creative new ideas or someone who's a copycat? It's <laughs> just laughable. I mean, do you want a fax of a fax uh. of a fax or do you just want the original document? You're the original document. You are the genuine article. You are pure Denver. You're Vic Lombardi. You should be the voice of the
8: DIA train. Well, where do not, you things stand right now? As your assistant campaign manager, I'm a little concerned that you've lost uh, some momentum. Yeah, I've lost some grip on the controls here. And I'll be flat honest with you.
6: I'm not taking this as seriously as some are. Is that a fair assessment?
8: Now, I'm, I'm
6: campaigning. I'm getting people to campaign and endorse me.
8: But I'm not, like, living and dying. As your campaign manager, you probably need to speak up here.
7: I think this is uh, uh, something you're taking serious. Uh, you will take the job serious. It's uh, it's something that's a true honor. Um, it's something that you will do and represent your home city well. Okay. Uh, and you're not from
6: Minnesota. Oh, I just needed to hear that. Let's go big news right now. What
9: are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news.
6: The
2: big news
9: right
6: now. The Avs are in Edmonton tonight, where again, it's a must win in my book. You guys can say whatever you want. I mean, give me two points and I'm happy. I don't care how you get them. I don't care if you get them the way the uh, U.S. women got them last night. Give me two points in Edmonton and I will be happy. Spoke to Kyle Keith yesterday. He was walking around the streets of Edmonton. He described the city of Edmonton as, wow, this is really industrial. That was his description of downtown Edmonton. Anyway, Jared Bednar on with me yesterday. He knows how vital these games are down the stretch.
10: The games are getting more and more important as we go on. That's the reality of it. I I think that just because where we're at every game here to the end of the year is going to feel like a must-win.
6: On the text line just now, just saw that the official Avs Facebook account and Twitter account is stumping for Roach. Is this true? The Um. Avs official accounts? No, they would, should be. I would agree that... I would assume that is true, yes. They should be. Yeah. Okay,
8: I mean, I cover the Avs. Yeah. That's kind of my beat. And, yeah. uh, and they pump Roach on the jumbo truck. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they, they should.
6: should as well. But just remember who has the coach and the captain in his back pocket. Let's just remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next, the Nuggets prepare to play the Spurs Friday night. You know, uh, in July, I'll be surprised if he returns this season. Wow. Did you hear that? That is Popovich saying it's unlikely his best player, his all-star, Kawhi Leonard plays again with some side of some sort of mysterious quad injury. He came back for a couple weeks, then left. They can't get it figured out. Something wrong with the quad area. And Pop is now admitting they may not have him. They're not going to have him tomorrow night at Pepsi Center. When they play the Nuggets.
7: It, uh, it doesn't mean a first round matchup with the Spurs would be easy, but it does mean it would be easier. The sixth seed now suddenly
6: becomes fairly intriguing as well. Well, they may melt a few games before we get to the postseason here. The, uh, the Spurs, I think are gonna, a lot of teams are gonna catch up to the Spurs. So- I've said
8: all along the three seed is a possibility. Will you start to believe me on that? Well, now that this comes up, yes.
6: I mean, not having Kawhi is a factor. It's a factor. Love it or not, it's a factor. Rockies have some question marks. We talked about the middle of the lineup yesterday. Well,
7: I talked about it. Yeah, but we answered your question. Yes, we as a show collectively, yes, did, because
11: I did.
6: Nolan Arenado says some of the young guns, some of the guys we've never seen really play for an extensive period of time, guys like Ryan McMahon, Mm
11: -hmm. they got to step up. You know, offensively I feel like we weren't consistent one through nine as we have been in the past. You know, we got some young kids, you know, maybe McMahon or Dahl, Tapia, those guys, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, we've got some guys that we need them to grow up a little bit quicker than they put they probably anticipated, but I think they're ready for it. And finally, while we were all sleeping
6: last night, we missed and I don't know if you guys watched it, we collectively missed perhaps the greatest game at the Olympics so far. It was a hockey game between the U.S. ladies and the Canadian women. The Canadian women, three-time defending gold medalists. They're the ones who always seem to knock out the U.S. women. It's a rivalry that was born a couple decades ago and continues to this day. Last night, they're tied up. They go to overtime. After overtime, they go to a shootout. And in the shootout, the U.S. win it on a shootout goal that was won for the ages. Wait till I show it to you
4: save betty rooney gold medal usa
12: usa wins the gold
6: so the shootout goal followed by the save right there and just pandemonium on the ice as the women celebrate a gold medal one of the funny things happened though in the in the award ceremony remember how we talked to yesterday uh, silver and bronze really don't matter in my book yeah a uh Canadian representative, one of the ladies, was given the silver medal, and as soon as it was placed around her neck, she took it right off.
8: That's being a little bit of a jerk. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It's anti-field day. I feel like you'd like that, Manchester. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. You can,
7: you can maybe not display it at your house in the same way you do your gold medal, but you'd be a little respectful while you're standing on the that podium. That I
6: agree on. I, I agree. Yeah, be respectful when you're surrounded by other, candidates, other participants in the Olympic Correct. Games.
7: Don't, because now you're... Antics as a silver medalist is something we're talking about as opposed to what the gold medalist did. But, uh, this is, this is good. I think it becomes the highlight of the Olympics, obviously. Uh, and it happened in the middle of the night and I didn't see it.
6: I challenge you to find a rivalry in sports that is as intense as the U.S. Canadian women's oh, hockey rivalry. Come on. Oh, you didn't see it, dude. This is, this is the real deal, bro. This is, a, this is a rivalry for the ages. <sighs> These ladies hate each other despise one another. I mean, this is pure, bitter hatred. It was find a rivalry in sports. That's the challenge you put forth this morning. Yeah, find a rivalry that's as intense as that one. Because if you if you didn't see it last night, you have nothing to talk about right now.
7: Okay, I can look up the highlights and watch it and probably come up with one. We're watching biathlon here. You're probably going to tell me, you know, Bulgaria, Japan in biathlon team. Uh, yeah, that's as good a rivalry as there is. By the way, the Olympics last night again? Mm. Awful. Awful. Just more downhill. Hey, more downhill. That's why it was
8: Netflix and chill, man. It, it, it was
7: get, awful. Get to the, the party. It was, it was a was
6: combined nice night. downhill. In case she
7: didn't know. Combined. I know. But I'm we saw. So well, we watched the downhill last night. It, it was Super yeah. G's tonight? I don't know, but it was more damn downhill. Yeah,
6: I thought it was great. Lindsey did awesome. She did. I wish yeah. she would have done that the night before. kayla has got two seconds to make up hey. on Lindsey.
7: She's not quite sure she can do it. That's she, a lot to make not. up on she the Remember how you
6: need a hobby? Netflix.
8: So, I got you, Netflix. Why aren't they making the I'm US honest, Canada, Canada game? That, that
6: should have been a primetime game. That's what I'm what saying. Who is making up the schedule for these Olympic games? You got a gold medal game, and we have to wait till the mid-morning, the middle of the morning to watch it? Come on! I it together!
7: Okay. So last, last night at 8 o'clock, when we're watching the Olympics, do you think I can talk my kids into watching the gold medal game USA Canada? Oh. Yeah. Do you think I can talk him into, hey, here's the seventh straight day of people I know.
6: going straight down a
7: straight
12: mountain? Straight down the hill.
6: No, they're not going to watch that I crap. i to sprinkle things up, they ought to just have a normal human, drop somebody in like yourself and say... Here's how hard it is to negotiate this downhill. James Merlat at the top. Let's see what happens. When do they do the race where, the like, four people all snowboard down the same track at the same time? When is that? That's fun. I do like that race where there's about five different people on the same exact run, and they're, like, right. jumping over each other. That's cool. How cool would the downhill be if Schiffer and Vaughn... And At the same time. Uh, that would be cool. With some rando who's just trying to snowplow all the way down. <laughs> that would be awesome. We just you, fixed you, the Olympics. You set up three or four randos at each stage. Yeah. And you say, get down the hill. Yeah. They go at a certain time. Yeah. That would be fun. Up next, the head coach of your Denver Nuggets. Uh We have a lot to talk about. A lot to discuss. Nuggets post-All-Star break. Paul Millsap was back at practice yesterday. Schedule is tough, but they like it that way. They got the Spurs tomorrow night, the Rockets on Sunday, the Clippers on Tuesday. Three teams involved in the playoff race. Let's talk Nuggets next with the coach on Altitude 950.
9: We're here at Farland Classic Restoration with Jack Farland. Jack, tell us what kind of cars you're working on now. We are currently finishing up a 68 Alfa Romeo Giulia and working on a 67 Jaguar XKE. And we just sent a Ferrari 308 back home after it was shown during the pebble beach week. So you guys restore all kinds of classics? We focus on investment level classics. We finished the 61 Ferrari that won top honors in Florida. It's not all full restorations either. We also do mechanical repairs, bodywork, paint, and incredible detail jobs all under one roof. And you sell cars too? Yes, we have a showroom full of classics that are truly investments, and we can track down specific cars for you. We recently found a fantastic Mercedes 300 SL for a customer. What's the best way to learn more about the shop? Check us out at farlandcars.com to see our latest projects and videos, or follow us on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brannon Companies. Since 1906, they've been one of the
13: most stable and respected asphalt, ready-mix concrete, and pipe construction companies. Construction is booming, and Brannon is hiring. They need Class A and B CDL drivers, operators, and laborers, all experience levels. Start today, get paid tomorrow. Brannon offers competitive wages, comprehensive benefits package, including matching 401K and stability. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one onecom This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? visit echohearingcenter.com
14: Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to nationalguard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station.
15: Scott is here. Urology cancers including prostate, kidney, and bladder are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology.
6: Hey, guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for homestyle cooking, made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south or their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit blackipcolorado.com. That's blackipcolorado.com for locations and the entire menu.
2: The Altitude 950
16: traffic update. An accident clearing off the left lane of Southbound I-25 at 136th Avenue is quickly stacked back traffic to 144th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. That is it for highway accidents causing additional delays that I'm hearing about so far this morning. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on altitude 950.
2: Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
17: Murray throws it on the right side to Jokic. He drives on Zeller, spins the paint, leans in, floater, good, and a foul as well. Jokic has come to play tonight. He's got a double double, 15 points, 10 rebounds, and seven assists.
6: Let's start right there. Let's just pick off right where the Nuggets left off. That game before the All-Star break, I I consider it right now the best win of the season given the circumstances. They go into Milwaukee and uh, thoroughly take care of the uh, Bucks on the road behind a uh, first half triple-double from one Nikola Jokic. We welcome to the show the head coach of your Denver Nuggets. Mr. Michael Malone, uh, coach, have you ever seen a triple-double that fast? I- I've never seen it. The NBA record books say it's never happened before. 14 minutes, 55 seconds, and the guy's got a triple-double on the scoreboard.
10: Yeah, that was, uh, that was an amazing night for Nicole Jokic for our team. Hell of a win, as you mentioned, Vic. I've never seen that. I've never seen a guy get a triple-double, uh, in 14 minutes. And, um, for Nicole Jokic to go out and do that in a half, in 14 minutes, is just crazy. Uh it was a great win for us going into the break and now the challenge as you know, Vic, we have 24 games yep. to go starting tomorrow night and uh, it's going to be a heck of a run for us as we try to battle for a playoff spot.
6: Last night at practice, uh the town was a buzz. We got video, we got word that Paul Millsap was running with the boys again. Where does he stand? How long before we see him in an actual game?
10: Yeah, I tell you, it was uh, it was great to have Paul back in practice. Uh, he's been gone for, I think, 42 games. Uh, and I give our team so much credit for us to go 23 and 19 without Paul Millsap. Our marquee signing this past summer, I think, is a credit to our players for, for buying in and truly having a next man up mentality. But to have him in the gym last night, to have him out there practicing, running up and down with the boys was, uh, there was an energy in the gym. It was great for Paul to be back. After practice, you know, he felt pretty good considering everything and how long he's been out. Um, so I think we'll see how he feels this morning, try to get him through parts of practice again today. He'll have another checkup with our doctors next week. And then who knows, maybe it's another uh, another two weeks, you know, um, maybe a little longer, maybe a little less. But I think we're still on the original timeline of coming out of All-Star Break. All things are pointed in the right direction, which is really a uh, a positive news for us as a team and us as a city.
6: Coach, is it about getting him into playing shape, or is there still some uh, fear that you could re-injure the wrist? Where, where does it stand right now about putting him back in the lineup?
10: Yes, I think it's definitely more from a medical standpoint. Okay. You know, Paul has worked extremely hard uh, doing everything he could do conditioning-wise, getting in shape. Now, obviously, there's no um, substitute for actually getting out there and playing, but uh, the the, the last couple of hurdles he'll have to clear will be from a medical standpoint. How is the wrist reacting to contact in practice? Uh, Is the range of motion where it needs to be? All those types of things. So uh, we've come this far without him. Uh, We don't want to rush him back a day or two or a game or two early and risk further injury. We'd love for Paul to be available for uh, this playoff push, and if we can get him back in the next – uh, you know, ten days, two weeks, whatever it may be, then so be it. And then uh we can work him back into lineup slowly, uh, but surely, because obviously the games are gonna become quite fast as we yeah. round these last twenty four.
6: That's just pretty cool. I don't know if there's another team out there that's got a four time all star waiting in the wings to help bolster the uh troops down the stretch. So it's something you've got in your pocket. How about Mason Plumley? Uh when's he gonna be ready?
10: Yeah, I, I think uh that that was the other thing about last night's practice Vic. you know having Mason back. I mean, uh, we went from ha- not having many bigs to all of a sudden last night we had a lot of bigs once again. And uh, Mason was great in practice last night. Obviously, we uh, there was a chance he could have played a little bit in that Milwaukee game, but we just wanted to give the, him the extra days over the All-Star break to uh, to really allow that calf strain to heal. And he looked good in practice last night. So if he same thing for him. If he's able to... Uh, wake up today and not have any real soreness or complaints and get through practice today, there's, there's a chance that Mason will be able and available to play tomorrow night against San Antonio. So uh Mason is ahead of Paul in that regard, but um they're, they're both very, very close, which is great news.
6: Coach, I, I hope you got a chance to enjoy uh, your few days off during the All-Star break. I was in L.A. chasing around Jamal uh during the uh, Rising Stars Challenge and the uh, Skills Challenge and all that, and I could tell you, I could speak firsthand. That dude is so competitive, so he doesn 't win the skills challenge, and afterwards he was seething i mean this is something so might mind- it 's just a little skills challenge game he took it personally coach
10: yeah it 's funny you know uh, you know we were up in Breckenridge, but uh, myself, my wife, our two daughters we had the uh, the TV uh, turned on and we were sitting there watching Jamal rooting for him. Um, I was texting him before and after, and uh, the funny thing about it was. Um, The 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 part of the skills challenge we were most worried about was the passing part. You know, I said that's that's the one area that the shooting is going to be easy for you. You're a great shooter. I said, but you got to make sure you get that pass into that you know little barrel. He did that no problem, and he had the lead on Spencer Dinwiddie, and he missed. You know, he missed his shot, and I think that's what he's so upset about. He was clearly in the lead and had a chance to get to the finals of that, and uh, and that's what I love about Jamal whether it's a free throw competition after practice, whether it's in a game or in a skills challenge in L.A. over All-Star Weekend, he is going to give it 100%, and that's all he knows, and that's why he has a chance to be a truly special player, because he's competitive and he holds himself to a very high standard.
6: Listen to this guy. Coach is always coach. He's on vacation hanging out with his daughters, and he's texting his player about ways to win the skills
4: challenge. That's
10: hilarious. Well, you know what? I'm just as competitive. I yeah. want him to win, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm rooting for him and I, I, every every dribble I'm with him. And, uh, you know, when he didn't get it, I told him uh, we were so proud of him. I thought he did a great job of representing the Denver Nugget organization and all of our great fans by going out there, playing in a uh, Rising Stars Challenge, which is a back-to-back for Jamal. Mm-hmm. Next day, on a, three days in a row, he participates in a skills challenge. So, uh, he, he had a heck of a weekend and so proud of him for how he represented all of us fans coaches people in the organization and uh and that, that's who jamal is and uh, we're, we're very proud of him for everything he's accomplished so far in his very short young nba career
6: all right coach you said at 24 games to go down the stretch we come uh the schedule in the uh, second half here post all-star break does not get off to an easy start san antonio tomorrow night at home should be another packed house at Pepsi Center, the Rockets come to town on Sunday again, another packed house, and then you've got the clippers on Tuesday, three games in a row against teams all in either playoff mode or playoff position, three great games from the get go
10: yeah, that's a heck of a way to start our you know final twenty four games and I think the one thing we have to do, Vic, is continue to take it one game at a time. you know uh, I remember when we were about to enter into that four game brutal stretch against. Boston, San Antonio, OKC, and Golden State, we didn't look at it as one big elephant. You know, we, we took it at just one game at a time, one bite at a time, if you will. And that's been our mindset the whole season, one game at a time. So 24 games to go, three very tough teams coming up. But here's the thing I love about, you know, our situation. Right now, we're 23-7 and seven at home. That is tied for the second most home wins in the entire NBA. Wow. All right? And then... The second part of that is what's really helped us in that regard, Vic, I have to give a huge shout out to all of our fans. You know, and when you look at all the numbers from last year to this year, right now we're ranked 18th in attendance. That is up from 30th last year. We have had seven sellouts at the Pepsi Center this year. We only had three all last year. Our attendance is up 25%. So this is something that, you know, I've been thinking about and I think I owe it to our fans. We owe it to our fans. On Tuesday night, national and TV game against the Clippers, a team that we are fighting with to make the playoffs right there with us. Any fan that comes to the Pepsi Center that night, Vic, we're going to give a $10 voucher for them to use at their discretion. You want to buy a beer, a soda, a pretzel, nachos, whatever it is. That is us saying thank you for making the Pepsi Center one of the toughest places to play in the NBA. And we need the support, the continued support down the stretch to really help create Continue that home court advantage. 24 games to go, 11 home, 13 road. Let's make those 11 home games at the Pepsi Center. Incredible atmospheres and very tough places to play for all of our opponents.
6: Wow. This qualifies as breaking news. Let me hit it here. Breaking news on Altitude 950. The coach just said he's going to throw out $10 to each of the fans that show up February 27th, that is next Tuesday at the Nuggets-Clippers game. So if you go to the game, you want to buy a beer, as you mentioned, no no matter what you want to buy, that's a great gift. Have you... Have you asked your wife about this yet?
10: <laughs> no, because I asked my wife, yeah, I wouldn't be able to offer this. <laughs> but, but, but this is sincerely a, a way to say thank you to our fans. And I, I always give you numbers and stats about our offense and our defense. Well, I wanted yeah. to give you numbers about our attendance this year because our fans have been great, and all the people that work for Cronky Sports, work for the Nuggets, work at the Pepsi Center, have worked their butts off to make coming to one of our games a great experience. And our players have done their job to hold up their end of the bargain going 23-7. and And all the great people who work for the Nuggets and work tirelessly on the phones to get people into the Pepsi Center, this is just a way to say thank you to everybody. Come on out on Tuesday night. Help us beat the Clippers. Make it a tough uh, place to play. And as a small thank you and sign of appreciation, $10 for anybody that walks through the turnstile uh, to make that night even a little bit better.
6: Nice. Drinks on Malone, Tuesday night, February 27th. You know, my part in this whole thing, by the way, Coach, Um, I every day I talk about this, my goal in life is to take that crowd, and you said seven sellouts. Now, a lot of those sellouts, we've had a lot of opposing teams' fans in the arena, and I get that. I totally understand that. My goal is to turn those fans into Nuggets fans eventually, and that'll happen. You keep winning, you keep producing, and those same opposing teams' fans will now start wearing Nuggets here. That's my goal, and I hope that's yours as well.
18: Of
10: course, you know, uh, you know, I go back to the Golden State game at home, and obviously um, that's a sellout, and there's a lot of people there because you're playing against the defending world champs. And we get that. And I also understand that in the greater Denver area, 16,000 people are moving into the greater Denver area each month. So those people have not grown up maybe at Denver Nuggets fans. But that's our goal. You come to a game and you see our exciting style of basketball, how unselfish we are. We're a fun team to watch, and we're young. That's one thing I want all of our fans to realize. You come to a game, you can grow with us. You're not from Denver, so what? Come to a game and grow with the Nuggets. we got 20-year-olds, 22-year-olds. Nicole Jokic just turned 23. We're a team that is a good team right now. But I tell you what, our future is so bright, and, and I want our fans to get in now and to help us not only this year but for years to come as we aspire to be an NBA champion. And that is what our ultimate goal is. And that's from Josh Kroenke to Tim Conley and myself all the way down to every player in our locker room. And if you come to our game, we want the same thing you want, Vic. We want the place packed with Denver Nuggets fans. But even in that Golden State game, the Warrior fans are trying to get their chant going, and every time they did – We had enough fans, Nugget fans, in the building that we drowned them out. And uh, we never let them take control of the arena. So we're getting there. It is a slow process, and uh, I'm excited about the track that we're on. And our fans have been a big part of that, and we appreciate that.
6: Well, I want to party with Michael Malone, the dude buys beers for everybody. Coach, (laughs) appreciate the time on the show today, and uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll shout it from the mountaintops. February 27th, $10 if you're going to the Nuggets game. I'm the coach. Thanks, bud, and good luck uh, tomorrow night because that San Antonio team's going to look a little different than the one you saw the last time at Pepsi. I think LaMarcus Aldridge is going to play in this game, correct?
10: Oh, yeah. LaMarcus will be back. I I don't think Kawhi is going to be available, you know, per the news yesterday out of San Antonio. Uh, Rudy Gay will be back. So, yeah, it'll be a different team. Uh, But you know what? Uh, Our guys will be ready. We'll go out there and and give our best and try to get another home win in front of a uh, great crowd.
6: All right, Coach. Thank you very much, my man.
10: Alright, big take care. That Bye. is Keep Michael
6: going. Malone. Generous with his offer this morning. We're gonna to have to call the folks at, uh, KSE Enterprises and make sure this is legal. First of all, I, is this a salary cap issue or anything? We're buying that?
7: beers for the fans?
8: Are you, are you allowed to do this? As a KSE employee, can I?
6: Yeah, do, use get this offer? Offer? do you have a ticket? Do you have tickets? No, can you get me so? some? If you have a ticket to the game, according to the coach, you get an extra 10 bucks. To buy your draft beer. Woo. And it will be a draft beer. What fair. would you use yes. with that ten dollars? Just curious. What what would you buy? Would you buy you know, my kids would make me buy what's that frozen ice cream stuff with a ice cream of the future? Yeah, Dipping whatever nuts? that is, yeah. Dippin' nuts.
7: I don't know. Do they have a stand that has any hummus? Ugh. you got the Vic
6: Lombardi show.
7: Hey, Denver, this is James Merrillat, and I have some great news for you. Did you know that 10 states are predicted to have strong housing markets in 2018? And guess who made the list? The home of the Mile High City, Colorado. While the market will remain strong, it is poised to level out a bit in 2018 and see a 3.1% increase in median home value. Colorado Springs tops the cities for growth, and the median house price there is slated to rise 5.7% this year. How do you take advantage of this? Contact Colorado's number one lender, American Financing to start your home buying journey today. They employ only salary-based consultants. They're Colorado family-owned and operated, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. How do you find them? Contact my friends at American Financing at 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net.
2: Here's what's happening
19: at Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. Come spend the most Colorado festive holiday with the Mammoth and their sweet Colorado-themed gear, which will be auctioned off after postgame. Tickets start at just $10 and can be purchased at altitudetickets.com.
6: Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710.
12: Right now with Larry H. Miller and Nissan 104th, they have the savings you're looking for. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. They need to sell 117 before month's end so they're ready to make you a deal. Plus, they'll even match your down payment up to 20 five hundred dollars on any new or used vehicle and receive two years of maintenance with every purchase matching down only happens in february so get it now off I 25 and 104 online at larry h miller nissan 104.com driven by you
20: most of the year my bad credit means i can't get it but this is tax season and it's time i got a new ride So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto
14: on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. lakewood.com Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard.
5: I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake.
14: To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard Guard. Log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Are you
21: looking for a new career well with today's fast-paced world content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate making media careers in very high demand and the colorado media school is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for tv and radio personalities sports broadcasting audio and video editing online and social media content and so much more if you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone then you gotta check out the colorado media school right now now they'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months hey if you start now you have a chance to get that media career in this year and at the colorado media school you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now 303-937-7070
2: 303-937-7070 the altitude 950 traffic update
16: just cleared an accident south on i-25 at 136th Avenue still trying to recover though is slow traffic starting around 144th traffic is brought to you by positive coaching Alliance an accident westbound i-76 near 74th causing slow traffic questions about youth or high school sports positive coaching Alliance can help PCA a national nonprofit organization develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports info at positivecoach.org I'm Chris McLaughlin. With traffic on altitude 950.
2: The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303 753 0950 to join the show.
10: The last couple of hurdles he'll have to clear will be from a medical standpoint. How is the wrist reacting to contact in practice? Uh, Is the range of motion where it needs to be? All those types of things. So uh, we've come this far without him. Uh, We don't want to rush him back a day or two or a game or two early and risk further injury. We'd love for Paul to be available for uh, this playoff push. And if we can get him back in the next, uh, you know, ten days, two weeks, whatever it may be, then so be it. And then uh, we can work him back into line up slowly, uh, but surely.
6: I think you can sense the excitement in Coach's voice there. He's got an all-star waiting in the wings, ready to rejoin the team. Paul Millsap just uh, days away from playing for the Nuggets again. We shall see. Coach also mentioned during that interview, if you missed it, that uh, next Tuesday's game against the Clippers, if you show up with a ticket, um he's going to give you 10 bucks to a drink, nachos, whatever you. I think he's appealing to your people there uh HW. He's going to buy beers. He's going to buy you beers. Well, are they draft beers? He's going to buy you whatever $10 buys you. Cuz if you remember we went to the Rockies game yeah.
8: and I asked you for draft beers He's going to buy you,
6: were... you whatever $10 buys you. you were Put very it that confused. way. Confused. Don't worry about it. Whatever 10 bucks buys you he'll buy it for this
7: you. This this isn't a new spin on it, but it does just remind me with Millsap coming back. The way this team was playing at the trade deadline had they acquired Paul Millsap from the Hawks, how
6: excited would we have been? Oh, God. It would have been the trade of the deadline right. besides what Cleveland did. Right. So, of it's course, the, it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent. You're exactly so right. There's reason to be excited. You know, and, and I'll say this, too, because we're always very uh, cautionary when it comes to those kind of injuries, right? But if the Nuggets, let's say tomorrow night they were starting a seven-game series against the Spurs in the playoffs, Mm-hmm. I think Millsap would play. I would agree. But he's, you know... It's not there yet. No. No reason to force the issue yet. But if he comes back and he's the
7: Millsap we expect him to be, this team has a puncher's chance come playoff time.
6: Especially the word came down yesterday, and you heard Coach reference it. Greg Popovich was asked about the uh, status of Kawhi Leonard for the rest of the season, and Pop said he would not expect to see Kawhi Leonard play for the Spurs again. Look at where the Spurs stand right now. They are 35 and 24. The Nuggets are 32 and 26. Only two games separate those two teams in the loss column. It would not be beyond reason to chase down the Spurs without Kawhi Leonard.
7: How many times do the Nuggets get, uh, get Dallas? Be nice to play Dallas about five
6: times from Since now they're on. Since they're out. in
7: tank mode? Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. You can just go through and count those as wins.
6: You know what though? You got to be very careful with that. You can't be counting anything. No, I know. I'm being facetious. I know you are.
7: All right, we got five minutes to knock out hot takes.
6: Heat them up. I am the
2: greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present piping hot (laughs) (laughs) takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's
6: Vic's hot take. Somebody on the text line just chimed in. Did Malone just pull at Charles Barkley? It goes back to my Barkley story. Every time he visits town, we go to the Brown Palace. We go to that bar there at the Brown Palace. Yeah. And last time we were in town, he said, Drinks are on me for the next hour. He Ship. bought everyone drinks. Ship's Tavern yes, or whatever. Yes, whatever that is over there. He bought everyone drinks.
7: We should probably look that up since we tell that story all well, the We time. should get
6: free drinks there for as many times as we've told that damn story. Now, now you're talking. Yeah. All right. Uh, on to my hot take. I've already forgotten what it was since I went off the radar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Word comes down yesterday that one of the Bronco quarterbacks, whoever's left, is working out with a former NFL quarterback, Chad Kelly. Is learning the practices of the game under the tutelage of one Phil Sims. That's right. Phil Sims no longer the lead uh, analyst for CBS. He now a studio guy, and in his part time, he's he's working with quarterbacks apparently. So there's video sent by Jim Kelly, Chad's uncle, of Chad uh, working on a five step drop under the tutelage again of Phil Sims. I got a, so many questions. I had no idea that Phil Sims was still active in trying to mentor young quarterbacks. I, this is something new to me and how much has the game changed from the days that Phil Sims played right it's one thing if Tony Romo were mentoring you he just played but Phil Sims played in the 80s and 90s is it the same game anymore by the way we have Phil Sims audio he was on this show about a year ago
18: you, you know I, I talked to two guys last night we were just talking about football teams and I honestly said give me a what do you think about Trevor Simeon and is he the long-range answer? for the Denver Broncos and they didn't really answer they just said this both guys and, and they said he is not the problem he's played well enough for them to be you know in the playoffs and make them a viable playoff you know contender worry about him when they get there because I think he's throwing the ball well it's not a game of perfection quarterbacks are going to throw interceptions they're gonna make mistakes <sighs> Well,
6: uh, that didn't age well. <laughs> that did not age too well. Jesse, that's the
7: best drop you yeah, ever had. That did not age well
6: at all. So I'm just wondering exactly what he's teaching Chad Kelly. Is Chad Kelly a serious candidate for this job next year? I still say he's not. No. But he can impress enough to make the roster. He's got that rap song. It helps when you've got your Hall of Fame uncle out there tweeting out images of you working ...with another quarterback who played the game. That's hey, all I have to look, say. look,
7: I'm, I'm willing to be optimistic
6: As about long as it. he's working. Keep I working. I just don't know that
7: Phil Simms, based on that sound bite, knows anything about quarterbacks.
6: Keep working, my man. Next
7: hot
12: take. It's HW's Hot Take. Nearside McKinnon, back up top for Barry. Walks to the high slot to McKinnon. One diver. Score! Nathan
8: McKinnon! As playing Edmonton tonight, it's a huge game. Should be lit. Second day in a row, Mosher's done. My hot take. Okay. It's Manchester's hot take.
6: This is uh now getting a bit repetitive. Yeah. Yeah.
7: We thought it was bad when he just read the standings. Yeah. Now he doesn't even bother to do yeah. that. I had one minute, so. Uh Guys, who won the 2005 Heisman Trophy? 2005. Is it Bradford? No. Mm.
9: I don't know. The, the answer. Oklahoma.
7: The answer is no one. Who won the 2013 men's college basketball championship? Oh, I know where
6: you're going with this. The old vacated championship. The answer is no one. Yeah, that's stupid.
7: And look, I, the, the NCAA is in a tough spot here because, like with Reggie Bush, he was in the NFL by then. Pete Carroll was coaching the Seahawks. Like, how do you punish guys who are no longer there? And if you punish the school, you're punishing the new coach and the new players and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's a tough spot and nobody feels sorry for the NCAA. I understand that. But really, what do you do? So they've come up with this convoluted, stupid thing where they vacate trophies and they vacate championships. And that kind of punishes the fan base because, you know, they don't get to have the banner up in the rafters. And when they talk about their title, you know, Kentucky fans will forever make fun of Louisville fans for it. I get all that. Here's one thing they should do. They should do the same thing they did the last time the Olympics were in South Korea. The 1988 Summer Games were in Seoul. They ran the 100 meter dash. Who won? Ben Johnson. Ran a 979, made the cover of Sports Illustrated. Then he tested positive for steroids. They stripped his gold medal. Who is now the gold medalist in the 100 meter dash at the 1988 Summer Olympics?
6: I hate when you ask these open-ended questions, like we're supposed to have a... It's not an open-ended
7: question. There's a, there's an answer. It's Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis was given the gold medal. It's not vacated. It's
6: not vacated. So the next, in is stupid. next in line wins. So you know who won the 2005 Heisman Trophy? Who did uh, Reggie Bush beat out? Who finished second for the Heisman that Vince, Young. Vince, Vince Young. Vince Young is your new Heisman Trophy winner. Correct. Okay. You know who won the 2013 Men's College
7: Basketball Championship? Who did championship?
6: They beat in the championship game?
7: The University of Michigan, 82-76. to 76. Raise the banner, Michigan. You won the 2013 title. Here's your Heisman Trophy, Vince Young. That would at least... Make it somewhat plausible of yeah. what they did. You vacated is it, stupid. Give it to the next You team. don't
6: believe in no one winning. Someone Correct. always has to win.
7: Someone had to win. So if they cheated and you finished second, guess what? Just like Carl Lewis in 1988,
6: here's your gold medal. You won. There's a hot take for you. 7.45 this morning on the Vic Lombardi show. If you missed the Michael Malone segment, again, he's, uh, He's made a deal. He's going to give you 10 bucks if you go to the game on February 27th against the Clippers. Uh, there is a thing brewing in San Antonio, guys. You're not going to see Kawhi Leonard for the Spurs tomorrow night. According to Popovich, you're not going to see Kawhi Leonard for the rest of the season. And some people in the organization, close to the organization, believe that a divorce is soon coming between Kawhi and the San Antonio Spurs, mm. that he and Pop do not see eye-to-eye anymore. Huh. A lot of things brewing there. That's too bad. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, You know who else doesn't see eye to eye? Did you guys by chance listen to Kenyon Martin on with Nate and Ryan yesterday? I did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was good. Oh, my God. He went off. As soon as the words George Carl were mentioned to him via the telephone, he went off. We will replay some of that. I will um, – well, I'm not going to say I'm defending George But I'm going to take issue with some of the stuff Kenyon had to say yesterday. We'll talk. We'll discuss. You decide. That's all coming up on the Vic Lombardi Show. I read this report where we just don't have homes anymore. Homes for sale in this area. Good luck. Good luck finding a home. These guys are laughing at me, but I speak the truth. Home sales in Denver are crazy right now. Not enough homes available. If you need to sell your home in this tight, competitive market, Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need with the following offer, he will sell your home at a price in the time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. How does he do it? He does it by marketing. That's the key here, out-marketing the opposition. Give him a call today, 720-600-6244. That's 720 600 6244
2: Piping hot takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top five percent in the nation for robotic prostate surgery.
17: We knew it was gonna be tough. Nate Kreckman. Tough. We knew this team is young. We knew this team is building. It's just it's starting to feel
2: like Ryan Harris. The shoes falling. A little bit. Krekman and Harris on Altitude 950.
17: And you know what? I'm okay with what has happened with the avalanche this year. If Joe Sackick decides at the trade deadline, I might sell off a couple of
2: these pieces and get some future pieces. I'm cool with that. Krekman and Harris, coming up this
12: afternoon, 3 to 6.
4: I feel like you you could be a GM in any league. I could be.
12: Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards. Debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends. American financing. And I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way. A lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments. And mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing your mortgage? You'll speak with a salary based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today, 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of
15: Altitude 950. And
16: MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
15: Hey, Scott Aces here. You know, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but do your homework and go to a medical provider that you trust and that specializes in testosterone. Hey, I got my levels tested at the Low T Center. Their physicians exclusively diagnose and treat men with low T. At the Low T Center, it's quick and easy with results in about 20 minutes. Treatment is even covered by most health insurance. Give them a call today, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698 or go to Low T Center.
22: When friends and family come to visit, do what I do, and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action, day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Hi, I'm President Barnett,
23: Brad Barnett that is, President of Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store. In celebration of President's Day, we're offering up some incredible savings that you don't want to miss. In dreaming of new stainless steel appliances, selling your home and need a quick kitchen update, then come into Mountain High Appliance and save nearly $750 on a four-piece stainless Whirlpool package for only $20.99. Need to replace that outdated refrigerator? We have closeout pricing on a French door stainless steel refrigerator from Whirlpool for only $13.99. That's an astonishing savings of $600. We also have unbeatable prices on front load laundry pairs from Whirlpool, Maytag, and GE. Plus, get 10% off dishwashers from KitchenAid. Come in and experience the difference and see what everyone is talking about. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5, or online at mountainhighappliance.com.
9: Thank
23: you. When the
3: time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV with the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Ellen Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business you the promise of a respectful honest experience and yes absolutely a great deal just without the nonsense or silly games and right now during ram truck month at johnson's enjoy special incentives on over a thousand vehicles over 600 trucks 350 new rams and 250 new jeeps each one ready for you to test drive experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at johnson auto plaza you're gonna love these guys north of e470 on highway 85 johnsonautoplaza.com The Altitude 950 traffic update.
16: A three-car accident causing a delay on westbound I-76. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Stop traffic westbound I-76 between 88th Avenue and 74th. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
2: Vic Lombardi is a finalist as the next voice of the DIA train.
6: Welcome to Denver. I am the captain. Now get off my train. Vote for Vic now. Click on the link on the Altitude 950
2: Twitter page. Back to Vic Lombardi.
10: One team to watch, and we're young. That's one thing I want all of our fans to realize. You come to a game, you can grow with us. You're not from Denver, so what? Come to a game and grow with the Nuggets we got 20-year-olds, 22-year-olds. We're a team that is a good team right now. But I tell you what, our future is so bright, and and, and I want our fans to get in now and to help us not only this year, but for years to come as we aspire to be an NBA champion. And that is what our ultimate goal is. And that's from Josh Kroenke to Tim Conley and myself all the way down to every player in our locker room. And if you come to our games, we want the same thing you want, Vic. We want the place packed with Denver Nuggets fans. Damn.
6: That's as passionate as I've heard him about the hometown fans
7: no, and he was spot on and you know what i I also thought he was accurate and he gets it in terms of look it's on us to win over fans yeah right I mean it's there, he was selling the fact that this is an exciting team they're a young team right. come out and sample the product and you'll like it that's that's well, exactly I, the right because I think attitude. he
6: understands there was a there was a period there where the nuggets lost the fans.
7: Yeah, and, and now I, they got to win them back. And I think it's fair. And, and you know, Ron and Julie were talking about it yesterday with Rockies fans. Oh, is it a baseball town? And you know, do people come out? And oh, is it as good a baseball town as St. Louis and Pittsburgh and places like that? And and it's like, well, what have, what have the Rockies ever done? You got to win in them in back. all seriousness to make people want to go out and talk baseball at Coors Field.
6: Guess what? If the Broncos go five and eleven five years in a row, if they continue at this at this market this trend,
7: yeah. you are going to lose the fans. If the Broncos go a quarter century and don't win an AFC West, you're title, you are going to lose the fans. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, you will lose the fans. I mean, say, how many World Series titles have the Cardinals won? It's more than the Rockies. And and the Pirates, here's the thing. When the Pirates sucked 10 years ago, they didn't draw as many people as the as the Rockies you, you did. So don't rip
6: Rockies And, and this is not just new to Denver. I'm watching the Avs-Vancouver Canucks game the other night. Did you see all the empty seats in Vancouver, a hockey town? Right? Yeah. yeah. Did you see all the empty seats in that town? in that arena for that mm-hmm. game. It's where it's where sports are going.
7: College and pro sports, if you have a if you're good and it's a fun environment, people will come out and watch. If you're not, it's easier to watch it on HDTV on your couch and if the game starts going bad, you flip over to Netflix and watch Ozark.
6: You have to work harder today. You have to work yeah. harder today to pack the house. There are only a few select teams, franchises in sports that don't have to work to get people there. I'll give you an example, Madison Square Garden. New York Knicks. With all the people. You just, you don't have to work. You have 8 million people and you have 20,000. The the Lakers don't have to work. True. true. The Broncos don't have to work. Right now. Right now. They don't. But everybody
7: else, for the most part, you have to work. There were a lot of empty seats around the NFL all season long. All season long. But if you're a fan in Indianapolis this year, right? And Andrew Luck was hurt all year. That team was going nowhere. On a Sunday morning, because their games kick off at What, noon local time or whatever? 1 o'clock local time? Why would you go battle parking and pay $8 for a beer and sit at Lucas Oil Stadium when you
6: could sit at home and watch Red Zone? Why? I am very eager to see what the crowd looks and sounds like tomorrow night at Pepsi Center. Again, don't listen to me because I'm a homer all the way, and I'm the one who gets peeved if the opposing teams show up and make noise. So tomorrow night at Pepsi Center, if I see all the Spurs fans going crazy, I'm going to get angry. I'm going to get, now the coach just told us it is our job to turn them into Nuggets fans. It is. And look, I understand why it
7: makes you angry. I get it. I disagree with you, but I get it. I get it too. Remember
8: he almost got in a fight with those Golden State fans? I he
7: was taunting them. But here's the thing. The Nuggets and the Avs right now, they're worth the price of admission. And, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to make this, I'm going to personalize it. How many times have I taken my three kids to an avalanche game prior to this season? Goose egg. Mm. But I took them and I all the way down. I'm telling mm. them, you, got to watch Nathan McKinnon. He's an MVP candidate. He's the guy you got to watch. He scores five minutes into the game. They, well, they make me look like a prophet. Now
11: you
6: sound like you're selling tickets.
7: No, I'm not. I'm just telling you, if mm. if if you put forth a good product, we had the argument when you were all upset about Russell Westbrook. It's not the fans' fault. Put forth a good product. No. The Nuggets in the Avalanche right now are a good product. The Broncos aren't. The Rockies are a good product. And they, you know what? They drew a ton of fans last year
6: because they put forth a good product. You, you know, and there's more to it than that. I, I go back to the uh, Pierre Lacroix approach to pro sports and Pierre was steadfast in this. It's not enough to win. Not enough to win. You have to excite the home crowd yes. when you win. You have to be entertaining. You have to entertain to win. It's
7: why I have never been hard on CU fans for not always filling Folsom Field. Look, if you've got a noon kickoff against Sacramento State on September 15th and you live in freaking Boulder, I'm not going to criticize you if you don't come watch John Embry's team. I'm not. What what What's getting you to go spend four hours doing that? I can't buy a beer in the stands. The team stinks. The opponent stinks. It's 90 degrees and I could be hiking Mount Sanitas. Why the hell would I want to go watch Sac State? It's a it's it's about putting forth a product. Right now mm. plenty of
6: the professional teams in this town are doing
7: it. One's
6: not. Seven seven zero seven on the text line. If you want to text the show, three zero nine three three. If you want to call the show, three oh three seven five three zero nine fifty. It's only taken me two years to memorize those digits. Uh this this text comes in. Memorized is a Loose term there are as signs he reading this, it over my yeah, shoulder. There are signs in this room <laughs> I, just I never for looked, you. I never looked over your shoulder. Honest to God, I memorized it. Anyway,
0: yeah, uh, uh, nice. this text really comes in. <laughs> There's no way <laughs> I could read
8: There's no
6: way I could read it with your head in the way. Trust touché, me. Touché. Touché. This text says, I will fight any Spurs fan tomorrow night. I don't want you to go to those extremes. I don't have a problem with that. Uh When talking about Chad Kelly, you quarterback experts sound like Vance Joseph talking about Kyle Slaughter. That's from Freddie G. What What, what do you mean by that, Freddie? No, no. Here, what, here, what do you mean? I mean, I. Do you expect Chad Kelly to be this? Are you going to jump on this Mosier train and get all crazy and here? all of a sudden trot out Chad Kelly's your starting guy? He's the 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 last player chosen in the draft, and all of a sudden he's the savior. Come on, man. Touchdown.
4: Here's what Freddie
6: means: is when
7: when Van chose was asked about Kyle Sloter, he just dis, dismissed him, yeah. acted like he wasn't there. Question for me at that point was, well, why is he taking one third of the reps? Because yeah. he took one third of the reps in every drill. Which, hey, coach, that doesn't make much sense. Look, I, I'm not dismissing his chances completely, but, but let's be realistic. We have never seen Chad Kelly wear a Broncos helmet in a practice, a preseason game, or a regular season game. Ever.
8: He beat Alabama and I watched him throw to Jake Butt and he has a cannon. And I know you like Paxton's cannon, but Chad has a cannon. Fine. He's never worn a helmet for the Broncos
7: in a practice, a preseason game or a regular season game. So let's slow our roll. So let's stop being the guy who's trying to be super smart and saying he's going to be the next guy. Could he be? Sure. I could also, what's the, what's the jackpot at now? 269 million. I could go downstairs, buy a lotto ticket. And retire on Saturday night. I could. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Maybe All you right. should.
6: Top of the show here. Uh i got to read this text because we will reference it when we come back. Just tuned in. Can we talk about the sick dangles from the USA last night? If you guys missed it, the game-winning goal in the shootout, the U.S. beats Canada in the gold medal game, was disgusting. It was that good. It was you, so good, it was disgusting. Did you see that downhill run from that Norwegian oh girl? Oh my God, eighth? that goal was phenomenal. The, the stick skills, the hand skills of that U.S. player to score that goal. I know nothing about hockey. I know it takes a lot of skill to pull that off.
8: By the way, Moja talks about Chad Kelly a lot on his show on the mix. Is that where he's working now? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I listened to that one. Is he on the mix or the wolf? That's your rival. Oh. He's on that one.
6: You got the Vic Lombardi show back after this
8: to 2
2: denver's all sports station coming up tonight the colorado avalanche
21: will be in edmonton to take on the oilers puck drop is at seven o'clock with the pregame show getting away at 6 35 mark mosher the radio voice of the avalanche will be on the call
2: KKS kse parker denver home of the nuggets home of the avalanche
4: back on top here's the three from way downtown yes and ladies and gentlemen i to tell you. Oh, that's a dagger right there. That was absolutely beautiful. And this thing is... How did he
2: do it? Over! Oh Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
17: Lamarou to give Team USA the advantage. First shooter in round six. Lamaru swiveling. Right shot between the circles. Fakes. Shoots. Scores! Jocelyn Lamaru. And now it's on 20 year old Maddie Rooney. All
6: right, I've seen a lot of shootouts in the NHL. I've seen a lot of deeks, a lot of different approaches to scoring those shootout goals. I have never seen anything like that. If you missed it, just check your Twitter feed, watch SportsCenter, whatever. The game winning goal, the shootout goal by the American, uh, who's got two last names, Lamaru something, was amazing. Was amazing. She, she takes the puck to her left, deeks to her left, and then carries the puck on her stick to her right, and then backhands it into the goal, all in one motion. She says she's worked on that move thousands of times, thousands of times. Wow. And pulled it off at that stage. Are you watching it for the first time? Yeah, yes. Wow. Yes, that was my reaction. Wow. That's your that game-winning goal, bro. That was impressive. That goaltender had no shot. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Have you ever seen anything close to that no. at the NHL level? Well, now, now the NHL goalie might say, come on, enough with these little shenanigans. I'm not going to buy on that. I'm not going to buy for that deep there, but it worked on a, on uh, an Olympic stage. Dude, that was slick against your arch rivals from Canada as an intense as a rivalry as it gets. And you pull off that move to win it.
7: Well, wow. Then, and then Rooney had to make the stop to yes. make it count. Kind of like Team USA happened to beat the Finns
6: in the gold medal game. It is, by the way, they win the gold medal, the U.S. ladies, on the 38-year anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Really? Yes. That's cool. 38 years. God am I old. 38 years since that
7: happened. Yeah, how old were you when that happened? Like 15? I was 11. I was 7. I well, No, I was almost 7. I was 6. I, I vaguely remember that. I vaguely remember. Well,
6: we didn't see it live. No, I had it on
7: VHS, though, for years, and then I think we recorded, like, I don't know, NBA
6: All-Star game over it or something. So after that gold well, gold medal-winning match, that Port, hockey game, too. Um, the U.S., to the, the Olympic ceremony, they get handed the gold medals, and for the first time in 20 years, they win a gold medal. It's always Canada that has knocked out the U.S. women's team. So they finally, finally beat Canada. They're handing out the gold medals. Everybody's jumping around. <laughs> then they get to the... Uh, the Canadian portion of the festivities, hand out the silver medals, right? And this uh, lady from Canada, Jocelyn Larocque, was handed her silver medal, placed around her neck. As soon as it was placed around her neck, she took it off. Reaction?
7: I, I think it's being a poor sport. Uh, look, I get it. You're disappointed you won a, a silver instead of a gold. I totally understand warning, that. Warning, warning, field day. At your house, if you don't want to display it as prominently, I, I get it. Lindsey Vaughn was the favorite to win the gold medal in the downhill. She's the best downhiller of all time. She's the best current downhiller. She lost to two other people on whatever night that was, Tuesday night, took a bronze medal. And you know what? She went up there and stood respectfully, took her bronze medal, smiled, represented her country, and didn't disrespect the two people who beat her that day.
6: Hey, I think in the core, the core of her is exactly right. I would not want that silver medal when the girls I wouldn't go. either. I just wouldn't make that scene at that point. Don't make, you disrespect make it about the you. opposition. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, when you get home after the ceremony, you can throw it in the trash if
7: you like. Fine, I got no problem with that. Yeah, and look, I I, I, there's there's there are protests that I think are fine. In 19, gosh, what year was it where the Olympic basketball team? Tommy got Smith. Well, I, I thought you were going all the way back to Tommy Smith. No, the, the basketball team, 72, when they got multiple chances the Russians sure. did to be yeah. in. And the, the Americans just said, we're not coming out for the medal yeah. ceremony. Yeah. You stole our gold medal. We're not coming out for the silver medal. And they're still sitting in a, in a vault in Switzerland. They've yeah. never taken the silver medals. That's fine. That's a protest. That's not just going up and acting like a, a poor sport and acting like a child. That I have no issue with. This one I do. Well, Lindsey the- Vaughn is how you should handle it. How the Canadian hockey team handled
6: it is poor. And you know what? You lost. Here's what's sad is, and, and I don't think it's close the greatest moment the crowning achievement of these olympic games for our country the most dramatic moment so far was that that game that that shootout and by the way it's overtime at the gold medal game shouldn't they just shouldn't they find a winner in overtime just why, play forever yeah, shouldn't like they the just NHL play playoffs? 18 yeah. overtimes yeah. why would you go to a shootout in a gold medal game i don't I, know i don't like that but whatever that, The crowning achievement for the U.S. took place when none of us could watch it live because half of us were sleeping. 90% of us were sleeping. What are they doing? Put that on prime time, man. In all seriousness, what time was that game on? I I don't know what time it ended. I I fell asleep. I I apologize. I've, I've watched the replay. I've seen the highlights. Anybody who watched it live, at what what time was it, Denver time, when the game was won? How sleepy were you? Where were you when the game was won? And why don't they switch that to prime time and throw some of that curling overnight?
7: Or how about some downhill? Can they run that at a different time tonight? That it it was the
6: greatest moment of these Olympic Games, and we were sleeping. You know what the worst moment was? It was last night. Did you guys watch the halfpipe last night? Dude, I, I don't understand I, I I don't watch things I don't understand. Okay, but David Why didn't wa- you guys just Netflix and Chill? That's what I did. David Wise from US defended his gold medal. <laughs> that, that's it's gonna good. go, by the way, on your on your tombstone. What did he accomplish life? Netflix and chill. The game ended at twelve fifteen AM. Thank you to the
7: uh yeah. friend who texted me that. Um So David Wise defends his gold medal in the half pipe with a great run on his third run. It was it was a little Sean White esque, right? He had had bad run one, bad run two, yeah. and he did that. The guy who took second was an American. He went out and had a great third run to, you know, taking a shot at the gold, and he didn't quite have as good a, a good run, but he still got he got the silver. A New Zealand guy, Porteous, got the bronze. Heading into the final run, he was sitting at, at the silver. He instead of going for it to try and get the gold, you know what he did? Skied down the middle of the half pipe.
6: He didn't try to win the gold yeah, that's medal. That's not That's not competitive. That's, that's field day. That is. That is so field he, day.
7: He knew he couldn't do any worse than bronze, and he didn't go for the gold? Are you serious? No. Nah. Dude. Nah. They could have had nah, cool. any skier nah. from any country going after him, and I was rooting for that warning, person warning, to beat that field guy. Day. I wanted
6: him off the podium so bad. I told, what's your take on that lady who... Uh, who represented Hungary, who, who sort of ridiculous. finagled her way to the Olympics. It's ridiculous. I hate it.
7: I mean I, the fact so that she's
6: the spirit of the game. The fact that she had to show up and do that at like every event prior to she the Olympics. She had deep pockets, right? So she's a rich girl right. who decided to use her deep pockets to win a trip to the Olympics. Oh wow, hooray. I mean, but if you're going to be upset, upset
7: about that, you gotta join me and be upset about Becky Hammond suddenly being a Russian basketball player.
6: I, I don't understand the correlation there. This Has girl's so mad, not, yeah. This girl's yeah. not from yeah. this peak mad, like yeah. I, I don't Ooh. get it. Is this, is this girl from Hungary? She's got a Hungarian, Hungarian grandfather.
7: Oh, okay, Well, that's more than Becky Hammond does. I can't believe you guys aren't upset Becky Hammond
6: played for the Russian basketball team in the Olympics. Okay, well, I'll make you a deal. Becky Hammond's going to be in town later today. The The Spurs play the Nuggets tomorrow night. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand you my microphone. Okay. I want you to go to Pepsi Center. Stick that microphone in front of Becky Hammond's face and say... Why'd you go to Russia? No, I'm gonna go up and say, Hey Becky, um which athlete
7: from OAR during these winter games are you most uh you know kind of connecting with?
15: Wait, uh, OAR
8: like the band that plays yeah. at Red Rocks? No, the Olympic yeah. athletes of Russia?
15: Yeah,
6: that's oh. what they call
8: themselves. I like that band that plays at Red Rocks. Mm. They're pretty good. Uh
6: we still haven't gotten to this Kenyon Martin fire, and it was fire, pure fire, on with uh Harris and Crackman yesterday. I I want to play a couple of the sound bites, react to it. Uh I want to Defend, if I can, George Carl, some respects. I don't disagree with everything Kenyon Martin said. I do disagree with some. I want you to listen to it. I want to get your stance on this. If you missed it, it was pure fire. That plus our Power 5 question of the day coming right up on the Vic Lombardi Show. 950.
2: Denver's all sports station. Craigman and Harris.
17: Coming up on the Thursday edition of Craigman and Harris. All of our guests are required to have the first name Nick. Therefore Rocky's conversation with Nick Groke of the Denver Post. Broncos and Nuggets conversation with Nick Cosmiter of the Denver Post. Plus Ryan, check out these guests that we are currently pursuing. We'll talk blue chips. Possibly with Nick Nolte. Put the money in the bag. Is it really all of that with Nick Foles. Yes. Also, we have to talk Raising Arizona with Nick Cain.
4: That's the movie you go to, Raising Arizona. How about The Rock,
17: man? The Rock. Raising Arizona all day long. Plus, swaggy P Nick Young might be joining us on the
12: show. Tune in Thursday, the Knicks, Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, three to six, only on Alcatude 950. Have you ever wanted to refinance your mortgage but didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Hey, this is Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing, and let me tell you, they can help. When refinancing to eliminate mortgage insurance, lower your rate, or consolidate high-interest debt, you don't have to worry about resetting your loan. Because in American Financing, they offer 9-, 13-, or 18-year loans, really any term you need. It's truly a custom loan. You choose the term based on your budget, and they'll find the most competitive interest rate. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage cons- Consultants, they'll guide you through the options and will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. They may even get you closed in as fast as 10 days. So get started now. 303 695 That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS
16: 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
12: Most of the year, my
20: bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVA Lakewood.com. What are you going to do with your
13: $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6455.
6: Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Right.
22: Have you heard? Vasa Fitness just opened another stunning new gym in Centennial. We're celebrating our grand opening by giving away a one-week Royal Caribbean cruise getaway for two with airfare. Visit our new Centennial location now through February 24th to be entered to win the Vasa Fitness Royal Caribbean Cruise Getaway for two. Our grand opening event is Saturday, February 24th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Bring your friends to receive additional entries for the cruise giveaway and come enjoy free food, face painting, training classes, and more. Find us at VasaFitness.com.
12: Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd, to take on the Buffalo Bandits at 7 p.m.
4: Finesse, he'll shoot, score.
12: The Loud House is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Show your pride in our great state as players will be wearing special Colorado uniforms. Celebrate all things Colorado and one of its most popular sports. Smith shot saved there by War There'll be tons of action
19: with a head of steam. The clock can shoot team score.
12: Don't miss us. Check it out at
16: ColoradoMammoth.com.
2: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
16: Traffic is crawling westbound I-76 between 96th Avenue and 74th Avenue where there is an accident clearing up the left side of the highway. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Southbound I-25 slowing Broadway to Hamden. Watch for activity with a crash at Federal and Hamden. What is the education of your children worth? There are children across the world who lack the privilege of going to school. Change the story for one child at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin. With traffic on Altitude 950.
2: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic
18: Lombardi. Um, He personally didn't do it. He had one of the ball boys to do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, April Fool's prank, because I had pranked him earlier in the day. But I just went a little too far. And, uh, yeah, the organization had to talk me off of the ledge. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, yeah, I, yeah you know, I'm, don't take kinds of stuff like that. Like if you able fools me in another way, but don't damage something, that I paid my hard earned money for.
6: <laughs> that is Kenyon Martin on yesterday with Ryan Harris and Nate Kreckman recapping that uh April Fool's joke gone bad when J.R. Smith had a Nuggets ball boy fill Kenyon's car full of popcorn. And Kenyon went nuts. White leather interior? I don't know, but he went crazy. Buttery popcorn all over it. They had to hold
7: him back. I'm with Kmart. Like, I'm fine with a prank, but if you're going to damage something and now i
6: got to pay to get it fixed... Yeah, but you know what? And maybe I'm sensitive to this because I am a former Nuggets ball boy. He got the ball boy fired. That's weak. Come on, man. Like, the ball boy was
7: only doing what Jr. insisted. Yeah, like the ball boy is supposed to be the one who goes, Jr. I don't think we should do this.
6: Yeah, that's weak. Come on. That is weak. I've never heard that that part of the story. That's terrible. He even admitted. He said, yeah, I got him fired. That's... Pretty weak. You think the ball boy conspired, like it was a ball boy's idea to do this? This is all no. JR's idea. Get JR traded if you want. Don't get the ball boy fired. Well, that's
8: what people don't understand about sources in this business, is everyone has a source, right? And they think, oh, it's the ball boy, it's the water boy. It's like, if someone's got a source, it's generally someone pretty high up the yeah. ladder. Connect some dots. Uh We're going to play some sound from Kenyon here
6: momentarily, but uh this brings to uh, brings us to our Power 5 question of the day. I considered during uh, my heyday at Channel 4... Kenyon Martin to be one of the most intimidating men I've ever met, interviewed, worked with. He just was intimidating. He had that aura about him, which is good. It served the nuggets well. Yeah. He had a look that just could stare, he could stare right through you, which leads us to again, our power five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the power five brought
19: to you by Johnson auto plaza where first time buyers become lifetime customers every
6: day. Most intimidating athlete or sports figure could be a coach you've ever come across in Denver. Give us some candidates, some ideas. Be creative here. Give us an example if you could.
8: Altitude 950 text line is 30933. By the way, Vic, you had Coach Malone on about an hour ago. Yes. He's going to give everyone 10 bucks to spend at the Pepsi Center if they go to the Nuggets and Clippers game. He hasn't asked his wife yet,
6: Mm. but it's happening.
8: The Nuggets and Clippers, we've got a pair of tickets February 27th. Power 5 question of the day, 30933. Our winner will be at that game. So you get a pair of tickets to that game and on top of those tickets. Well apparently
6: you get 10 bucks too. 10 bucks each ticket to buy whatever you please from the concession stand. Do you realize the total dollars here? I mean, did you do the math? I don't do math. 19,000 people? 10 Uh, bucks? Yeah, what is that? $190,000.
7: That's a lot of money.
6: As the coach asked his wife
7: about this? and yeah. might want to run him up. Okay, most intimidating athlete. And we were talking about it during the break. During my three seasons with mm-hmm. the Broncos, the guy who intimidated me the most, yes, by far, and he was super nice to me, yeah. but I was not going to cross him, was Al Wilson. Oh, God, yes. He oh, yes. was
6: intimidating. I used to do that show, Bronco Saturday Night, where we pick up Bronco players at their homes they show us their homes. You remember the old MTV Cribs yep, thing? Yep. They'd show us their homes, and we'd go out and eat. So it was Al's night to do it. We go to his house. I go to the door, and this was all prearranged. And okay, Al, can you show us your house? And he goes, No, we're not going to do that part of it. And I thought he was joking. So I I go to step in the door. I go, Oh yeah. And he closes the door hard. He goes, No, we're not doing that part of it. I was like, All right, my bad. Yeah, dude,
7: you weren't gonna argue you with don't him.
6: You'll mess. You'll mess with Al Wilson. No.
7: No. And you know, I I probably should have been intimidating intimidated by every single person in that locker room because they all could have just broken me in half. But most of them really didn't. Like I've told the story before when Trevor Price mm-hmm. threatened to beat me up. I laughed. I thought he was kidding. I yeah. Trevor just didn't carry himself like an intimidating guy. Yeah, but deep down he was just a He was nice. Goose. Yeah, and he was always goofing around. Yeah. You know, the the offensive linemen over in the corner and and Malin was amongst that group. They were just kind of weird. It's a good way to describe we, it. We kind of
6: learned that.
8: <laughs> I love I know, Tommy. I mean, they were weird, no, they I, didn't, I love Tommy. But they yeah, didn't they talk.
6: anybody. They talked amongst themselves. Yeah. They just wouldn't talk to the media. They wouldn't talk to yeah. me. Yeah. I was but, just the lowly guy for me, from marketing. For me, Kmart, though, I, I will never forget, and I've relayed the story to you guys. I was at a, a Nuggets. Who was the opponent? I think it was the T-Wolves. It was a live shot I was doing from the Nuggets locker room. They just got eliminated from the postseason. I'm in the locker room. I'm about to go live. These guys are all upset. They're angry that they're not in anymore. And I step with my Italian loafers right on Kenyon Martin's exposed feet. Right on his toes. How'd that go? Oh, my God. Mm. How I got through that live shot, I do not know. He was so mad. So angry. The words that came out of his mouth. I learned new words that day. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, and the Nuggets could actually use a guy like that. Damn straight they can. I've always campaigned that you need a little bit of that. You need some crazy on your team. You need it. Mike Shanahan was intimidating. He had that look that could do. He did. He just stared right through you. The worst thing to do at a Broncos press conference was to ask sort of a half-assed question Mm -hmm. to Mike Shanahan. One that you weren't all the way sold on, right? So you sort of, sort of lob one up there and that's, he stared you down like you were some idiot. But
7: Mike Shanahan was one of the nicest guys to deal with. He was great. Oh God, yes. He was great. He was to sit, this day. He would sit down with me and do a 45-minute interview. No doubt. He came in one time. We were we were doing a photo shoot and we wanted to have him sitting in a chair watching old game film. And I brought my dad with me on the photo shoot. He was going to help me set up some of the props we were doing. And you know, the Broncos PR staff was so nervous about it. You know, it's like, hey Coach Coach Shanahan will be here at ten oh eight, we gotta get him out of here at ten eleven. I mean it was that kind of deal. You know, he planned everything to the minute. So he comes rolling in at ten oh eight, and I'm pretty like, okay, we gotta make sure we get this. He sits down, starts watching this old game film that I think our friend Ken Erickson dug out of the archive nice. from the actual film, and he starts telling me what plays coming next. It's some random game from, like, 1984. That's wacky. And he's talking to my dad, and they're talking about the the game and the story. I'll bet he spent 30 minutes there having this conversation about it.
6: You know who intimidated the heck out of me until I got to know him? Clint Hurdle. When he was the hitting coach. Because he was that gruff, Mm. former ball player, you know, spitting tobacco. Old school guy. Yeah, just sort of like, yeah, get out of my way. But then the more you got to talk to him. But his his presence, though at first glance, was like whoa. Don right. Baylor fell in that category. Exactly, Don was Baylor was that way. Dan Issel at first yeah. was intimidating until yeah. so you got to know him. I mean, these are guys again, bigger stature dudes. Everybody's sure. bigger than I am. Uh, but intimidating presence that well, they set forth. Scott Parker's getting a lot of votes here on the text line. That's a no-brainer. Yeah.
8: And I'll tell you mine. And Vic, I, I've learned this through your show and through producing for you. It, it's a keep to leave and it's not even close, right? Because ah, I think a keep to leave is fun. Though. I know, but for me, right? Because yeah. you read all these things about a keep and you hear all these things about a and then we start having a on every Tuesday. So I have to deal with a on a personal level and he could not be more kind, mm. more accommodating, nicer. And so I think a kind of has a bad, um, reputation, if sure. you will, but the reason I hammer that the Broncos need to keep Aqib a- a- K- Tlaib is because I know Aqib K- Tlaib. Yes. T- and Aqib K- Tlaib is a good dude and he deserves to play on the Denver Broncos next year. You got a
6: lot of different, uh, um, uh, takes here on the text line. Bill Romanowski by, and let me tell you something about Bill. I got to know him very well when he was here. He and his, Bill, Bill is deep down. He's as nice as they come. He's a softy deep down. He's just crazy. He, he's on the crazy train. Okay. You read his book. Just read his book. Okay. He, he was the forebearer of all of this, you know, hyperbaric training. I sat next to that dude in an AVS
8: game when I was a little kid. He's crazy. Crazy
6: train. I would do interviews with Bill Romanowski in 1998, that Super Bowl season, while he was sleeping in his hyperbaric chamber. We mic him up, not sleeping. He was laying there. We mic him up and conduct interviews. I'm outside the hyperbaric. He's inside the hyperbaric and we're doing an interview. That's cool. That's crazy train. It's like you in your bathtub.
7: Yes. Um, he is crazy, so someone like that though is intimidating because they could just snap. Shannon Sharp used to intimidate me too. Mm. Cause Shannon Sharp, fun loving guy. You know, you always see the, the the clips of him in the locker room celebrating and stuff. But that guy was intense, and you didn't want to screw with Shannon Sharp's routine. You know, he had his thing, and he was going to do it, and he was a creature of habit, and that he was a fairly intimidating guy. So he scared the heck out of me. I'll tell you another quick story. So we're going to New England for a, a road game, and I'm traveling with the team. I'm writing a story. What, what did you do for the team? I did all the team publications, so the game day program, Broncos Magazine, the yearbook, all that okay. stuff. So I'm writing a story for Broncos Magazine, which goes to season ticket holders, yeah. and it's a behind-the-scenes what it's like to travel with the team. So we're going to New England. How come I never saw you? You probably did. I was just some, I don't know, right, low on. on the totem pole guy. I went to three games. All right, go. On. So the first one I went on was New England. I'm a little nervous anyway, right? You're traveling with the team. I hop on bus four or whatever, and we're going through the Ted Williams Tunnel, and the bus gets in an accident. So we're parked there for a while. And so the guys are in the back, and it's Keith Burns and Shannon Sharp and that whole crew, right? And they're yucking it up, and they're getting up, and they're doing jokes. And Shannon Sharp comes down the aisle, sees me, puts his hand on my shoulder and says, Hey, new guy, get up and tell a joke. Oh, wow. I couldn't have got up at that point and told my name. Well, you're not exactly a joke teller. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I've heard a handful of jokes from Marilat over the years. I have, like, I am totally blanking. And at that exact moment, the driver gets on and says, Hey, everybody's got to sit down. We're cleared to go. We're off. And it saved
6: me from just pure humiliation. Okay, I want you to, Jesse, because the uh the source of this Power Five, the most intimidating Denver athlete or coach you've ever come across, remember, whatever. We got a lot of a lot of candidates here on the text line we'll read through. Uh this is um in honor of Kenyon Martin, who was on yesterday with Ryan Harris and Nate Kreckman, and he went nuts when the name George Carl came up. Let's start with cut two. We'll go to break with this. I want you to hear this on the way to commercial timeout. When we come back, we'll play more of it. And I want to offer a little defense here for George Carl. Because okay. Kenyon just took him out to pasture yesterday. Cut to Kenyon on George Carl. We're back after this timeout. Ultimately,
17: why do you think it is that you guys underachieved? Coaching. <laughs> just Co- that simple. It was George.
18: Yeah, it's coaching, man. Like when you once you have that kind of team, that kind of talent, um, from the time George got in. This first year, we went 33 and, what, 15 the rest of the way. Um, And each year, man, we were stacked with talent. From when he first got there, we were Andre Miller and Earl Borkas and Greg Funk and myself, Lady Evans, may Morris, Candy, you name it, man. Like, we had talent from top to bottom.
2: Altitude 950 has another Ultimate Nuggets experience. Got it again! We're putting you courtside for the Nuggets and Clippers February 27th.
4: That's what I like. That's a baller move right there. Plus,
2: you'll get free food and drink in Club Lexus before and during the game. Listen all day for the Gary Harris buzzer beater. When you hear it, be the third caller at 303-7530950. And you're entered to win. Only one station gets you this close to your Nuggets and Avalanche.
4: I'll get fancy on
5: you. Altitude 950. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos.
17: Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new
5: truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover.
17: Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good, and to your satisfaction, Colorado Off-Road restyles your
12: ride. In Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado
4: Whoa. Off-Road.
12: Guys, time to look your best and feel your best in the new year. Time to contact Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery. Hey, it's Mark Mosher. A lot of men have been going to Grossman Caprero to get and keep their professional and personal edge, and they're thrilled, and you will be too. Board certified, decades of experience and knowledge. Finally take control and look great starting this year. Do what I and many others have done. Schedule a consultation today and find out if plastic surgery is right for you. Go to BeautifulMe.com. That's BeautifulMe.com.
22: Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Hi, I'm President Barnett.
23: Brad Barnett, that is, President of Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store. In celebration of President's Day, we're offering up some incredible savings that you don't want to miss. And dreaming of new stainless steel appliances? Selling your home and need a quick kitchen update? They come into Mountain High Appliance and save nearly $750 on a four-piece stainless Whirlpool package for only $20.99. Need to replace that outdated refrigerator? We have closeout pricing on a French door stainless steel refrigerator from Whirlpool for only $13.99. That's an astonishing savings of $600. We also have unbeatable prices on front load laundry pairs from Whirlpool, Maytag, and GE. Plus, get 10% off dishwashers from KitchenAid. Come in and experience the difference, and see what everyone is talking about. Open Monday through Friday till eight, Saturday and Sunday till five, or online at mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain High
9: Appliance your favorite appliance
13: Thank you. Cables, hooks, springs, gears, motors, rollers—lots of moving parts make up your garage door. Something you really don't think about, but a lot can and does go wrong with that thing. It's just a matter of time. Lucky there's Family Garage Door.
20: Hi, this is Mark Chapkus, owner of Family Garage Door. Please visit us at FamilyGarageDoor.com to learn more about us and schedule your free service appointment today. That's FamilyGarageDoor.com.
4: Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 new vehicles to choose from on 17 acres, we guarantee the best prices and lowest payments in the state. That's right, best prices and lowest payments in the state that can't be beat. Being the number one volume dealer has its perks, and we're passing them on to you. Come on in and see for yourself why we're Colorado's first choice. Conveniently located off I-25 and 104th, Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center or RamDenver.com. RamDenver.com. Driven by you.
2: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
16: Delay continues on westbound I-76 approaching 74th Avenue where there is an accident clearing off the left side of the highway. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. You have an accident now. Eastbound bowls at Platte Canyon. Watch for activity with a crash spear in Auraria Parkway. Federal in Hamden, in with an accident. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
2: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show.
18: Game preparation, man. End-of-game situations. and um using guys' strengths and not just one guy's strength. You know, um scripting plays for Melo. Melo my primary score. We all know that. You know, but you don't get any um, you don't want plays for anybody else but Carmelo. You know, um so you might run to play here and there for somebody else, but for, but for the most part, like you said, well that's why we struggled in the half court. Because we was trying to force and get the ball to one guy. And you know, well like I said, we had multiple talented guys that knew how to play, that didn't get utilized. Uh, properly, but it's all on um, but it's, it's too formal, man. Like I'm saying, we went out and played the game. You know I'm saying, but, uh, we didn't get it done as players and they, and, and I think George failed us as a coach. You know what I'm saying? We failed the fans and George failed us. So it was all, it was a collective thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not putting all the blame on George because we were the players and we had to go out and play the game. All right.
6: Maybe I'm field day with this approach. Maybe I am. And maybe I need a good talking to during the course of this show. But I don't view George Carl's stint here, Kenyon Martins, Ken, Carmelo Anthony's, everybody involved in the 2000s. That's not a failure. That was a rousing success in my book. Now they didn't win a championship. They got to the Western Conference finals. They got past the first round once. I get that. But covering and following the Nuggets, that was fun. That was, that was enlightening. That was entertaining. That wasn't a failure in my book. Well, let me ask you this. If
7: you could take the current Nuggets team and for the next eight years have that eight-year run, would you take I'd it? I'd take it. I think I would, too.
6: Now, now, would you say, would you get frustrating not advancing past the first round? Yes. Yes. But we sometimes forget how good
7: we have it. Agreed. I, I do take a little issue with what Kenyon said going into the break of blaming it on coaching. And, and he backed off of that a little bit in that second clip and took some of the blame themselves. But here would be two things I would say that that I would use as counters to
6: what Kenyon said. I believe George replaced Jeff Bezdellek. Am I right? I believe that was the succession. I, I Man, there were so many coaches that came. And uh, D'Antoni was the coach. Then Issel. Then think- Bezdellek. Then George. I think he replaced yes. Bizdelic. Who ironically enough will be here tomorrow night as the, no, no, he works for the Rockets. He'll be here Sunday as the Rockets defensive coordinator coach. <laughs> so, when,
7: when George came in, Bizdelic got canned or let go or whatever you want to call it. For a reason, they weren't playing very well. And the, and the Nuggets went 32 and 8. They went crazy. So, obviously there was a positive from the coaching because the previous coach. He did something. Had the same talent and couldn't do enough to not get fired. Yeah. So George Carl obviously was able to do something better with that talent than the previous coach. Yeah. Now, maybe the previous coach wasn't any good either, according to Kenny Martin. Fine. And also, the other one I would say, there was a playoff series where they lost to the Clippers in the first round, and Kenny Martin got suspended during the series. By the team, not just the coach. Correct. Is that on the coach? When you get suspended during a playoff series? That's the coach's listen. fault?
6: listen. Listen, and if you missed it, outstanding interview yesterday afternoon on these airwaves with uh, Harrison Kreckman interviewing Kenyon Martin, who will be in town tomorrow night, part of 2000's Night at Pepsi Center. And you've heard me defend Kenyon Martin every day on
12: this show. I like Kenyon Martin.
6: I love the ferocity with which he played and the attitude with which he played, and every team needs that. But on this, it's personal. On this, the reason he's so angry with George Carl I think it's overblown the coaching thing. He's not angry of him at him because of his coaching. He's angry at George Carl because of this. What I'm holding in my hand right now. Yeah. The book George the book. released a year ago. He's angry at George Carl because of the book. And I think if you listen to the interview, it, the reality will be exposed and <laughs> the book opens up. If you haven't read George's book, the very first sentence in the book is this from Kenyon Martin. George needs to keep his mouth shut first and foremost. That's from Kenyon Martin, quoted in this book. They have gone back and forth for years. There's an article, I'm sorry, there's a chapter, page 186 of the book, where he basically attacks Kenyon Martin. This is George. For the 2004-2005 season, the Nuggets traded three future number one draft picks for a good but bat-blank crazy power forward named Kenyon Martin.
7: So it was a trade.
6: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And so then he goes on and on and talks about Kenyon and says, you know, Kenyon was one of those AAU babies. Quote from the book, the Nuggets team that I would try to lead and coach had three AAU babies, starting forwards Kenyon Martin, Carmelo Anthony, and J.R. Smith. There's an entire chapter him here going back and forth uh with Kenyon Martin. So clearly, George opened a can of worms when he wrote this book and attacked Kenyon. Listen to Kenyon's response, cut five yesterday, with Harris and Crackman, when asked about George Carl and the book. Here's his response.
18: You no, have I haven't talked to George Carl. Yeah. I haven't seen George. I have, actually, I have no desire to talk to George. I just see George and know George. Like, I have no desire to talk to George. You know what I'm saying? Like, I said, like, my thing about the book and whatever was written in the book and all that, like, if it was just been about basketball, like I don't like the way Kenya play basketball. Well, that's fine because I don't like the way you coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, like that's I'm I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? But he took it uh, um, a step further. You know I'm saying I think he was disrespecting my mother. i uh, talking about how we was raised. We was raised with our fathers and all of that. You know, so that so he was taking a shot at my mom. So I had to speak up. If it had just been about me, I probably would have been a little more hush hush about it. Probably would have said something once and I would have let it go. But but the fact that I said he was attacking my mother in the way she raised me, you know, I think I turned out great. Never sold drugs. Never been in jail. Never did anything illegal. Um, Graduated from high school and college. First person in my family to graduate from college. I think she did a hell of a job. So for you to attack her in that way, saying how I was raised, that's why I act this way because I got this money and AAU babies. I played AAU basketball one year. (laughs) Like. So, like, everything that he's saying is irrelevant, and accurate and whatever, however else you want to classify it. You know, so, and, like, and people that read that, that play for George, and after the fact, people that I've run into, they understand what it is. Mm-hmm. It's the person. So, but like I said, I have no desire to speak to George, man, no desire to talk to George. If I see George, I I won't speak. I I go the other way in, in fear of what I might do or say. <laughs> So I'll be the bigger person than this. All right.
6: That, that's fine. Okay, I, I get it. If if you don't want to relate to George anymore, I, I totally get it. He offended you somehow through the book. Now, I don't want to turn this into some soap opera drama. George Carl lives about three blocks from where we're broadcasting right now. We can get him on the show and go back and forth right now. I just don't I don't see the need for. it. You can dismiss George because of personal attacks via the book. But I don't want to hear from anybody, I don't want to hear this notion that George Carl couldn't coach. I don't because that's a bunch of crap. George Carl could coach. Yeah. Now, George, could he coach in the playoffs to your liking? You can make an argument he couldn't, okay? Because the Nuggets struggled in the playoffs, specifically the first round. But he coached his team to 57 wins during a regular season, which still is a franchise record. He coached his team to 38 and three at home. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Chew on that for a second. 38 and three at home. Three losses at home. You don't think coaching has something to do with that? And this is after Carmelo. Don't tell me he can't coach. That's crap.
7: No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And you know what his resume back set up. He he won big in Seattle. Did he win a title? No, but they went to the they went to the NBA Finals. He has his hiccups. I don't have it in front of me, but my guess is the best season the Milwaukee Bucks have had in the last twenty five years was when George was their head coach. I don't have it in front of me, so we'll I'll look it up to see if I can verify that. And I do know that the best season in in Nuggets history, at least in terms of record, was with George. I do know the best season in Nuggets history in terms of how far they advanced. They went one game further than the 1985 Nuggets. Mm -hmm. They went to game six of the the Western Conference Finals, was under George. So I would agree with you, George can flat out coach, and to say he can't is silly. Look, I don't think, and I don't know what George meant when he wrote that and, and talked about the AAU baby thing and... Um entitled.
6: That's what he meant. He it, he meant entitled. He meant you can't coach these guys because they, they are entitled. That's yes. exactly what he meant. So I don't think he meant it the way Kenyon took it,
7: but I get why Kenyon reacts to the way he well,
6: reacts. Yeah, because he took he personally attacked him. And do
7: I think do I think George Carl was trying to uh insult Kenyon Martin's mother? No.
6: I Not didn't. at all. I didn't read it that way either. I don't. But he look, just stated a fact.
7: But I can understand why Kenyon Martin takes it that way. And when you hear Kenyon Martin talk about how hey, I was raised by my mom, I turned out pretty darn good, I never sold drugs, I've never been to jail. First to graduate from college
6: and, and high, school. high school. That's impressive.
7: Look, if, if you came from where he came I, from. I can relate to that. And you accomplished all those things and you're the first person in your family to do it and you know that the biggest reason you did all that was because your mom kept you mm-hmm. on the straight and narrow? I would be bothered if Kenyon Martin wasn't defensive about it. Exactly. So I don't have an issue with the, Kenyon the Martin's take The very
6: reason it. we are debating this right now and discussing this is what made Kenyon Martin such a great player for the Nuggets. He had that edge. He had that short fuse. He had that, I have no idea what this guy's going to do now, mm-hmm. mentality. And I tell you what, every team needs that. Remember when they were called the Thuggets? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Say what you want about that nickname. It worked. Dude, that series where they beat Dallas when he was getting oh, into it with him with and Cuban, man, and, and that involved Kmart mom each other, too. Yeah, so, hey,
8: that was awesome.
6: That was oh, yeah. awesome. So that same series, then, and then they remember what they did to New Orleans. Remember oh, what they ran they did to them, them out of? The well, gym. so I believe remember they, they beat
8: New Orleans in the first Correct. round yeah. in five. Beat yeah. Dallas in the second round in five, and yeah. then went hey, to the Western hey, Conference hey jog my memory. Who's the who's the
7: coach of that team? George Oh uh, Yeah, it was George. Remember when he shoved Dirk out of
6: bounds? Oh. God, that was great.
8: Well, remember Mello hit the shot, and it was unclear yeah. if they were fouling him or not. Game three, I think it was Game three. Down so down. so yeah. the
6: coaching was okay for that playoff run. Yeah,
7: that was, it was pretty that was good. okay. It was pretty. Good. Look, I, I I I'm usually not on the fence, guy. I'm yeah. actually with both guys. I think George was a great coach. I really do. And I we throw around the word great too loosely. George was a great coach. I get where Kenyon was from, and a guy who doesn't defend his mother is not a guy I want to have anything to do with mm. so i get
18: it
6: outstanding interview if you missed it yesterday afternoon we've got it on the on the podcast it's on the app it's on the website kenyon martin with the afternoon boys plenty more where that came from up next a little sugar with marty o. I read this report where we just don't have homes anymore homes for sale in this area good luck good luck finding a home These guys are laughing at me, but I speak the truth. Home sales in Denver are crazy right now. Not enough homes available. If you need to sell your home in this tight competitive market, Troy Hansford of the Hansford real estate team, the only agent you need with the following offer. He will sell your home at a price in the time you agree on or he'll cut you a check for five grand. How does he do it? He does it by marketing. That's the key here. Out marketing the opposition. Give them a call today, 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. The Nugget Station.
4: Pass over to Murray. Wide open three. To him. Yeah, that's
2: Altitude 950. And
10: every week we've got head coach Michael Malone. We got to get defense into the game. We got to get stops. We got to contain. With
2: just 24 games to go, what will it take for the Nuggets to reach the postseason?
10: Our offense is great. It's wonderful, yeah. fantastic. It's fun. Our defense has slipped, and we have to get back to being a much more consistent defensive team.
2: Coach Malone breaks it down with Hastings and Brauman later this morning only on Altitude 950.
4: Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees. Just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net.
15: Gentlemen, when it comes to health and quality of life, there are numbers every man needs to know, including our testosterone number. Hey, Scott Aces here. I recommend going to the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's covered by most health insurance with results in about 20 minutes. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain and loss of muscle mass. Low T Center's physicians specialize in treating low T in men. They know men's health and are reinventing men's health care. Call them 303-451-5698 or go to lowtcenter.com.
9: We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's what's the latest? Well, we finished a 1961 Ferrari convertible that won a platinum award at Cavalino in Florida. It also won an award for the best restoration in the show. That's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's pretty much it, Exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all those other major shows in this serious car collector world. That's impressive. Um, How long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here a while, and our guys are really the best around. If I look around, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We work on many different investment-level classics. We do everything under one roof. And you have a showroom with classics for sale? Yes, that's right. Look under Cars for Sale at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under Farland Classic Restoration. The Altitude 950 traffic update.
16: Slow traffic continues on Southbound I-25, stop and go Broadway down to Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Report of a crash clearing federal in Hamden. We have word of an accident southbound Santa Fe at Mississippi. Spear in Auraria Parkway, an accident clearing. A boy from Kenya dreams of finishing his education. An elder longs for community in Guatemala. A mother worries about her children's future in India. Help them write a new story at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950.
2: Vic Lombardi is a finalist as the
6: next voice of the DIA train. Head coach of your Colorado Avalanche, Jared Bednar. Can I get your endorsement for this job? 100%.
10: Yeah, Yeah, 100%. I like to hear you on there when I go to the airport. That'd be nice. Vote for Vic now.
6: Click on the link on the
2: Altitude 950 Twitter page. Back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, it's Vico
17: Ranton, I'm from Colorado Avalanche. I don't have any other, other choice to, let the
6: vote for a Wick, so, uh, I don't want to really want to, but I uh, have to do it. Alright, so, would I rather be referred to as Wick or Dick?
18: Crack! Enjoyed it, Dick, thank you.
6: Tough call. I don't mind, as long as you vote. Vote Wick. Yep, yep, exactly
7: right. We don't care what you call Vic, as long as you punch the ballot, for Vic in 2018.
6: Yeah. Somebody asked me yesterday, how exactly do you vote? My answer was, I don't know.
7: Uh There's a website. Yeah. If you go to um, Altitude 950. That's not my, my job. Your job is
6: to, is to figure that out.
7: Yeah, no, I'm on it. I'm on it. I believe it's the pinned tweet yeah. at the top
6: of our Altitude. Yeah, that's, uh, that's your tour. job. That's okay. not my job. My it's, job is to talk to this microphone. Be. Yeah, you know, it is. It is. Uh, let me read some of these texts because we've obviously struck a nerve with this um, Kenyon Martin, George Carl. Teta, teta. Hey, remember that little interview I did with uh Jake Plummer and Mike Shanahan? The yeah. come to terms, the let bygones be bygones? You going to do that with George and Kenyon?
17: Dude.
6: That would be good. That would be really good. I can get George to do it. That's not the problem. I can call George today and he would do it. The only Ken- problem Kenyon's I- going to be in town tomorrow. What do you think the chances are if I can convince Kenyon... To get I mean, need I need mean maybe another
7: year to based, let it go. Based on that interview yesterday, I think the chances are zero. I, I, I don't know. It is the one thing about Kmart that interview that I, I would probably disagree with him on of like, look, you gotta be willing to sit down and talk to people. Yeah. Hash it out.
6: Let me read some of these texts coming in. It wasn't Kenyon or George's fault for not getting a ring during that Thuggets era. Nuggets would have swept the Orlando magic if Anthony Blanking Carter then inbounded to Trevor Ariza twice in the WS, at WCF, the Western Conference Finals. In- True. Fair point. Uh, next text from Peter and in Inglewood. For me, Kmart was overrated, overpaid for limited, limited production, a one-dimensional player with no leadership skills. I disagree. He had great leadership skills. Great leadership skills. Are you kidding me? I think every team needs a Kenyon Martin. That guy that's gonna set the dirty pick a guy who will defend a teammate, that that guy who does the dirty stuff. You know, people talked a lot about that contract. And if memory
7: serves, it was seven years, $91 million, an average of 13 per At the year. time, you're like, what? I think mean, he was well worth the price. I do, too. And people always talk about, oh, it's an albatross of a contract. What did it ever prevent the Nuggets from doing? Because if memory serves, they had Mello for like eight years during that time. They brought in Iverson. They brought in Camby, They brought in star after star after star. Did we ever hear one time, that money was an issue and therefore they couldn't make a move. One time. Yeah. So look, we did have a contract in this town that was an albatross. Rockies couldn't do a lot of things because they had to pay Todd Helton. Should we oh, start okay. the
6: albatross counter oh, okay. and fact yeah, check? You or? might want to get that going today. You do like that word. Uh, from 7207, uh, couldn't disagree with you guys more about Kmart. It was always tough and intimidating against weaker, lesser teams. But whenever better teams got physical and the Nuggets really needed someone to respond, he was absent.
8: Breaking
2: news on Altitude 950. This better be worth it.
8: The Nuggets top 50 list continues to roll out. Number 50 yesterday was Ryan Bowen. Number 49 today, Danny Shays. Number 49, best Nugget of all time. Did he just interrupt my Kenyon Martin thought on on that?
7: Yeah. Or breaking yeah. news, something that uh, is a, a list that's already been created. Hmm. Um,
8: okay. Aren't you guys curious about I, the list? I don't know where to go now. I
7: like Ryan Bowen. He was a hustle player. Yeah. Danny Shaves was a much better
6: player for the Nuggets than Ryan Bowen. I don't think people understand Danny Shaves is actually pretty good. He was. Yeah. So everybody who rips the Nuggets of the 2000s, the team that underachieved because they didn't win a championship, do you have the same stance on the 80s? They didn't win a championship. Very entertaining team. Doug Moe got no, into the Western Conference don't. Finals. People love those teams. So why do they love those teams and not appreciate what we saw under George Carl? People love the Matombo, Lafonso Ellis, yeah. Robert so Pack, So why Mark do you Mood love team. that team and not the one we saw under George Carl? Why is why, why do we look at that era as if? Because <sighs> 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 because I don't because
7: Alex English didn't bail for New York. Yeah. that's why.
6: I, I, I look, I look at the George Carl Carmelo Anthony era as a successful era. Oddly enough, Dikembe Matumbo bailed for Atlanta.
7: He did? No, shame on the Nuggets for letting him get free wasn't agency that, and not get anything yeah, for Wasn't, he, that, thing wasn't him.
6: that Bernie Bickerstaff's fault though? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, but he did. He went,
7: he went, he laughed for more money. Let's go. Sugar,
2: please. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix.
4: Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high.
2: Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories.
4: Woo-hoo-hoo! Sugar slam! Shake that. What's so,
24: Hello, fellas. I still can't get over James asking if there's a hummus stand at the Pepsi Center.
6: You know, if you go to L.A., you'll find plenty of those. Did we find the answer? Yeah.
24: I'm going to guess no with no research on that. Okay. That's no, a shame. No research done.
8: Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty, Marty. <laughs> yeah.
18: Okay,
24: let's get started. Dr. J turns 68 today. Vic's career spilled into the 80s. You ever run into him as a uh, ball boy?
6: Just ran into Dr. J at the All-Star festivities over oh, the yeah? weekend. Yeah. He's still one of those athletes where it takes your breath away, to me. You know, for my, my generation... Much like maybe James. James, you probably saw Michael Jordan in the same light I saw Dr. J. Yeah, Dr. J was Michael before Michael. If Michael Jordan walked in here today, I don't know that I'd be able to speak. Yeah, that's the way Dr. J is for
7: most
8: of us who grew up in the 80s. Who? Yeah, who keeps you starstruck to this day? Like, who would have to walk in that door for you to be like, whoa? Well, those two guys. Yeah. Those two guys. If Donald Trump walked in that door, Barack Obama? Alyssa Milano.
7: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. By the way, in the last 30 years, the Milwaukee Bucks have won more than 50 games one time. George Carl was their head coach. Yeah. But he can't coach. No, he can't coach at all.
24: I like this quote about Dr. J. A young Julius Irvin was like Thomas Edison. He was always inventing something new every night. But always. Uh... Oh,
6: that is good. Yeah. I didn't know we had a caller waiting on the air to talk about George Carl. I, I must have missed that. Oh, he's gone. Sorry, Johnny. Johnny, call back in like 15 minutes.
24: Arguably the worst hair in the NBA, Alfred Payton turns 24 today. Vic, you just saw him down in Phoenix, yeah. didn't you? He's balling
6: for the Suns, man. He's That's a great. great trade for Phoenix. He's played very well. I still don't know how he sees the ball leave his hand. Isn't I, that
24: annoying? It's flopping yeah, I, in front of his face. Well, Teach his
6: own.
7: I, I don't know how it works, but it works for him. How many games in a row have the Suns lost? I don't know, but he's played well. He's balling. He is. <laughs> he's he's playing well. It was a great trade. well I, Good for Phoenix.
24: Hyperbolic,
6: oh, oh, they, hyperbolic, Vic. Today That's
7: they gave what we're up doing.
6: a second rounder for the guy. Great All trade right. if it works out. All Normally right.
24: I'm that guy. All right. All right. Vic mentioned it earlier. Thirty eight years ago today, this happened.
19: Eleven seconds. You've got ten seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to 12. Five seconds left in the game. Over. You don't even know it. Yes.
4: Unbelievable.
6: See, if you had not brought up the anniversary of that event, you would have been banned from uh, future sugar fixes, so very well
16: Whew. done.
6: 38-year anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Listening to that audio, were we cavemen in 1980? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, what, was that recorded on a 8-track? Well, watching the video of it is funny, too. Like, it's just so grainy. It's just and the that ice ice is, wide
17: shot.
7: The ice like, is all
6: blue. <laughs> just one big wide shot. Yeah. It's like the entire thing was shot on one camera. You it can't is, see
7: the puck at all. It was on tape
6: delay. Nobody really knew the results. Speaking of the puck, I'm watching the Avs-Vancouver game the other night. And the game-tying goal, if anybody was watching it live like I was, the game-tying goal by Tyson Berry, at no point did I ever see the puck. They showed the replay. They showed different angles. They put it in slow-mo. I Not, not once did I ever see the puck go in the net. I still, to this day, have trouble finding the puck in a hockey broadcast. Well,
7: and HDTV has helped viewing for every sport, but the two sports that has helped the most are hockey and soccer because you can actually see that a lot of the flops of, oh, they did really get kicked in the shins, like you can tell. And even even in HD, sometimes it's tough to see the puck.
24: Go on, Marty. In uh, 1986, Raleigh Fingers was offered a uh, contract by the Reds, but uh, one caveat in there was he had to shave his mustache to get on the team. He refused, and uh, he did not sign with the Reds. Well, good for him. Yeah, good for him, sticking to his guns. Hey,
6: do the Yankees still have that steadfast rule where you cannot have facial hair?
24: I don't know. I can't
6: think Uh, of a Yankee with a beard. Yeah, I'm curious right now. I can't think of one either. So if, if the Yankees were interested in
24: Charlie Blackman, would they force him to shave
7: his facial sweater? Probably.
24: In 1997, Scotland announces an adult sheep has been cloned. You guys remember Dolly, the sheep? I I do. I was hoping you would say, do you remember the name of the sheep? Ah, you would have nailed that one. I said Dolly. Dolly was cloned four times. How about those names? I have no idea.
6: <laughs> Dolly 2,
7: Dolly
24: 3, Dolly 4, Dolly, Dolly
6: 5. Dolly, Polly, Molly, <laughs> and Sally. Yeah.
24: Uh No, that's incorrect. I don't know the names.
6: Was it a clone of the
7: clone, like the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton?
24: It was exactly like that movie, yes. That's, a, 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 that's
7: a pretty funny movie, actually.
6: See, that's freaky. I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't like talking about no, and all that. I weird. don't
7: think it's right. Why you? They bought uh, John Lennon's lock of his hair, though. I don't like
24: that. I stuff. thought for sure that was going to go back to the moon somehow. But yeah. good on you for not bringing it. Ooh, good no, job. No, Nothing moon related there. Yeah. All right. 2011. Carmelo Anthony was traded from the Denver Nuggets to the New York Knicks. The Nuggets received Casto Wilson Chandler, Raymond Felton, Gallinari, and the option to swap picks with the Knicks in 2016, and that turned into. Jamal Murray. Turned out
6: to be a great trade for the Nuggets. Clearly, they won that trade. Todd, you bring up Raymond
7: Felton, and at the time of that trade, he was in his second trimester, and he still is. (laughs) That's
24: that's cold blood. Wow. All right. You
8: said he didn't have jokes. I know. That's cold blood.
24: (laughs) Where's the drumsticks, right? You tell that one on the Broncos bus. Everybody's (laughs) going to be rolling. Uh, (laughs) Well, did you know DT actually? No, I won't. I won't go there. I promise. I'm not sure if you guys heard the, uh, the following from Bob Huggins, but uh, they lost to Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse like everybody does last Saturday. Kansas shot 35 free throws and West Virginia shot two. Let's listen to Bob Huggins. That is game.
15: ridiculous. I don't know why. Officials want to be part of the game, but they don't want to be a, the part of the game that has to answer. Why, why aren't they in here answering your questions? I mean, you got, we're going to bring 19, 21-year-old kids in here that don't get paid. And you're going to ask them questions. Because they don't want to get asked, why didn't you call this? Why didn't you call that? What do you guys
6: think of that? I I think he's right on, and, and I made that point several times. How is it that after every single sporting event, the coaches are accountable, they talk, the players are accountable, they talk, but the referees, who are as much a part of the game as the previous two, they get off scot-free. They never talk. They never react. They never have to, hey, we missed it. We, never, never do you hear a referee react to anything that happened during the course of a game. I think that's wrong.
7: Yeah, I agree with you. They should, they, they should have to send out the head guy, the top guy.
6: Hey. And he has to exactly. face the media. The head guy made one or two questions. Yep. What happened with that call with two minutes to play? What did your guys see? Yeah, we missed it. Sorry. It'll be on the report tomorrow. That's it. They're not volunteers. They're very well compensated. Yeah. So therefore they should answer questions. And I don't want to hear this. Oh, well, that's only going to open a can of worms. Sorry. If it's, an, you got to be thick skinned to take on that job. And if you're not thick skinned enough, you shouldn't be on.
24: Shouldn't be working. Agreed. So if they do come out and say, "Hey, sorry, we missed it," what does that really, what does that do for you, though? It makes a lot of people at least feel better that a human missed it. Just you know what?
6: Remember that. Remember that umpire. Do you remember that Armando Galarraga? Oh yeah. Who had a perfect game going? Jim Joyce, I think. Yes. Is that who it was? Good. Good job, Marty. And Jim Joyce showed a little humanity and said, "I missed it. I feel for the kid. I missed it." Did anybody jump on Jim Joyce for that? Remember how sympathetic we were. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. What are you going to say? It. That's it. I missed it. The human touch solves all. That's all. That's it. That's all we're asking for is just be human about it instead of throwing that stiff upper lip and saying, I'm smarter than you. Tough. Live with it. That's the worst. Exactly. Totally agree. All right. And that's it, fellas. Thank you, Marty. God. Open up another can. Don't get me going on that. Just be human. Be human. In the end, the humans win. Don't be a robot. Don't clone yourself. Deep stuff this morning on the Vic Lombardi Show. In the end, the humans win. Up next, well, actually, he's coming up at 930, human psychologist Dr. Travis Heath. Let's ask Travis to sort out this Canyon George Carl beef. He covered the Nuggets during that era. Mm. And don't tell me you didn't enjoy the Nuggets during the 2000s. It's 2000s night, tomorrow night at Pepsi Center. That was a great era of Denver basketball.
2: This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming
21: up tonight, the Colorado Avalanche will be in Edmonton to take on the Oilers. Puck drop is at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting away at 635. Mark Mosier, the radio voice
2: of the Avalanche, will be on the call. (laughs) KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche.
4: Not again! Juke and all over the place! cola yoke! Oh my goodness! A triple-double in the
2: first half! And then went up and over tea kettle! Denver's All-Sports Station, altitude 950.
10: Now, back to Vic Lombardi. On Tuesday night, national and TV game against the Clippers, a team that we are fighting with to make the playoffs. Right there with us. Any fan that comes to the Pepsi Center that night, Vic, we're going to give a $10 voucher for them to use at their discretion. You want to buy a beer, a soda, a pretzel, nachos, whatever it is. That is us saying thank you for making the Pepsi Center one of the toughest places to play in the NBA. And we need the support, the continued support down the stretch to really help continue that home court advantage.
6: Hell yeah. Again, I'm not sure if the coach sought permission from his wife, but he is going to buy everyone who attends that Tuesday game, the 27th against the Clippers. Everyone with a ticket will get 10 bucks to spend on whatever you please at the concession stand. And I know for HW
8: that's going to be a draft beer. Will you have a draft beer with me or what's, what's the yeah, policy? I, I don't on have that. to work
6: on that because that's a national televised game. On Friday?
8: Or no, that's no, Tuesday. That's Tuesday's yeah, game yeah. against the Clippers. So I made
6: it, I may imbibe.
8: Mm. I may take him up on that offer. Is this an open offer to Nuggets fans to drink with Vic Lombardi? If the coach is offering, I will take part. Wow. I uh, just got this text.
6: want to thank Terry uh, for uh, alerting us. If you missed the gold medal game last night, I thought the best moment of these Olympic Games, most of us were asleep because the game-winning goal, U.S. defeating Canada in the women's gold medal game, it happened around 12:15 a.m. We most most of us missed it. They're replaying the game on NBC Sports Network at 2 today. So if you missed it, get to see it. See, I'm not good at that, guys. It's almost like I can't watch something I know the results of. I can't either. I can't do it. No. Nope. I can't I can't do it. I just I would bring myself to sit there and then I go, "Ah, nah, I already know they won." Yep. It, I'm it's out. ruined. I'm out. Can you guys unless it's a classic game, like if I'm watching so the NBC or NFL network had the Broncos-Panthers Super Bowl 50 game up.
7: Sure. Something that's long enough in the past that you've forgotten something. Yeah, I stuff. watched it. Yeah. I watched it. Cause you've already seen it. I don't, I can't watch something that's finished, that's completed, that I haven't already seen.
12: You like, know
6: what I've wanted to do for ever since I joined the Altitude television network? I And I've asked my bosses about this, but the NBA holds the rights, so we can't do it. Now, I wish the NBA would be a little more agreeable to this. Wouldn't you watch all day if Altitude ran classic games of Nuggets, Avs, back in the heyday? Oh yeah. For like a, sure. an old Avs Red Wings game that led to fights, an old Nuggets game. Wouldn't you watch the hell out of that? Classic games? Definitely. Can't do it. That would be
7: very cool. Can't do it. I'd love to watch the, the leagues won't allow it. 1985 Western Conference
6: yeah. Finals. That'd and be great. And again, I'm, why ask, I ask why? why? Why wouldn't the league want to promote that? Why wouldn't you run the hell out of that? Why, why would the know. league look at that and say, nah, nah, we don't want to do Cause that? Cause they're, they're saving why? those rights for what? For Exactly. I mean, I'm sure they do it, classic it,
7: stuff it, on NBA Yeah, TV, but this but... only
6: appeals to Denver, right? If you show me a Denver-Utah game, nobody in freaking Tampa cares. But regionally, we care. Yeah. Well, exactly. so why wouldn't you let us run the hell out of that? Oh, it doesn't make any sense. I, it drives me crazy. We can tell. Sorry, I went off on a tangent
7: there. I'm looking for vegan options at Pepsi Center. Is he doing the more you
6: know today or is that tomorrow?
8: That's tomorrow. We're doing the 2000s. So you and I, you and I may actually understand what's going on. We're saving it for tomorrow because tomorrow is 2000s night at Pepsi Center for the Nuggets and the
7: Spurs. So we're pushing it back a day. I know everybody was tuned in wanting to learn something. (sighs) Um, I'm I'm sure when they're driving to work this morning, they're just thinking about the more you know. Everybody mocks it and the number of times during the week they drop some knowledge and they're like, where where did I get that from? Mm -hmm. Hey, do you know, I guarantee you there's a bunch of people who watch the Olympics and somebody was sitting next to me and said, you know why
8: those five mm-hmm. colors are on the rings? Yeah. I guarantee you it happened. In all seriousness, because we're going philosophical and deep, I have to ask you a deep so question. You're Vic. welcome, Denver. Do you realize that when we started this show, no one liked Manchester and now people actually like him? Have you noticed how that's come like full circle? They do. You read the text line. I read the text line. Those are his family members. <laughs> he predicted yeah. that the Broncos QB situation was mm-hmm. going to lead to an awful disastrous season. Mm-hmm. He got that right. So I'll give him credit where credit is due. And every other homer in the Denver
7: media picked the Broncos to go 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 11 and 5. And, and one this, guy, guy,
8: this
6: homer had him 10 and 6. One I guy, eight. one guy picked him 6 and 10 and I was still overly optimistic. Hey, without knowing who the quarterback is going to be next year, without knowing anything, I haven't even gotten a free agency. What's their record going to be next year? Six and ten or seven and nine. Woo! Oh, stop it. If
8: they'd follow my nine-step plan, they'd win 11 games. All right, right now, pre...
6: Uh, Marty, are you writing this down? Pre-free agency or draft, we all have to give our our records for next year. What is the Nuggets record? <laughs> I mean, the Broncos record next year. <laughs> HW? Well, Manchester,
7: what, what are you settling you on? You said six
8: and ten. Six and ten. They, they haven't changed anything. Why would I change from what I picked last year? Dak and Zeke went 13 and 3. The Broncos can go 12 and 4. Oh my God. 8 and 8 for me. Put me down at 8 and 8. Okay. Who's their head coach?
6: VJ. Okay. Who's their offensive coordinator? Billy Moose.
7: Who's their defensive coordinator? Joe Woods. Okay. Thank you. Who were all three of those guys in those positions last year?
8: Mm -hmm. Uh, Who can play quarterback for them? We don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Baker Mayfield can play quarterback for them. Did you honestly, did you Uh,
6: honestly just, I mean, are you being serious? 12 and 4. I mean, be, be, be honest. Okay, but, but be serious. I'm Come being on, I, I, I want to fight your face
8: so bad. Why do you ignore my Dak in Zeke thing? Why? Because well, it's just so silly. Because they had
6: an offensive line for the ages at that point. They they had the best offensive line in football. And you just overlooked that. It's just sort of like a mile. Eh, no big deal. Best
7: offensive line in football. Des Bryant, Jason Witten, Dak Prescott. And Ezekiel Elliott. How many of those guys, how many of those five things do
8: the Broncos have? Uh, Baker Mayfield, Sonny Michelle, Nate Solder. Okay. Go make it
7: happen. Three things that we know are gonna, yeah. go make it happen.
8: Here, here's what drives Maybe me. Maybe John nuts.
7: can walk across
8: Sloan's Lake this morning and then he'll make it yeah. happen.
7: Here's what leads me to the, the John walks across Sloan's Lake thing. Cause here, here's what I love. I love when everybody says, you know what? John Elway, he's so competitive. He's gonna get this fixed. As if John Elway is the only GM in the NFL who's competitive. He's the only GM in the NFL who wakes up and goes, by God, I don't want to go 5 and 11. I want to win a Super Bowl. Like John Elway just had to flip a switch and want to win and all of a sudden it'll just magically happen. I'm just so tired of that. Could they strike gold 17 times in the offseason and become 12 and 4? Maybe, but I don't care if they get, keep the entire defense, get Kirk Cousins, trade for Jarvis Landry, sign the Cowboys offensive line and get Get Sony Michelle. I don't care. Vance Joseph is still their head coach. They ain't going 12 and four. I'll Uh, bet you one of my kids. Which one? I know know in my head.
6: According to the New York Post, the Jets are reportedly considering an offer for Kirk Cousins. 60 million guaranteed in his first year.
18: You like that?
6: I am so out of the Cousins Derby if they're even remotely close to that number. If the Cousins Derby gets past 30 million. All right, 30 million. I'm out. I don't know about you guys. Yes.
7: I will I'm put, out. I will put it to you this
6: way. And because I've, I've never been in on Kirk
7: Cousins. This has been ongoing, you know, the, the day that the Alex Smith trade happened and everybody on Twitter's posting photos of John Elway, the happiest man in America and all this crap. If the Broncos sign Kirk Cousins for whatever number, it will
6: be the move that gets John Elway fired. Well, if it doesn't work out, it can set the franchise back. Many years. It will be the you move know that gets John Elway fired. What move that's been made in the last two years has already set the franchise back years? Drafting Paxton yep. Lynch in the first and round. And people, they dismiss it. They overlook it. They don't understand the reverberation that that's set forth in this organization. I don't, you miss on a first-round quarterback? If you miss, this is what happens.
7: I don't disagree with that, Vic, necessarily. But look, he's $4 million against the cap. You can spend your way out of that mistake... And nobody spends his way out of mistakes better than John Elway. He does. And I'll give him credit for that. If you sign Kirk Cousins for $30 billion a year or whatever the number turns out to be, you can't spend your way out of that mistake. It will be the move that gets John Elway fired. So I hope somewhere he's got the app fired up. He's, you know, touring Napa or he's on the lake at Coeur d'Alene or he's, you know, walking the wiener dogs on the, uh, on Venice beach, whatever he's doing right now. I hope John's listening. On vacation number six during the offseason and realizes that move will get him fired. Do not sign Kirk Cousins.
6: Remember how you said people are starting to like Manchester? Yeah, I think they're stopping now. That'll get them going right there. Sorry, uh, do you want me to stop being right? You got the Vic Lombardi show. One guy's always right.
12: You like that? You like that?
2: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Moser show.
17: That's defenseman Tyson Berry. I think we got uh, you know kind of two power plays late there in the in the second period, and we uh, we were able to get a get a goal on both, and it kind of brought us right back into it. And I think that uh, really gave us a lot of life. and um, You know, I think it was uh, obviously a big win for us and uh, a big character win.
2: Mark Mosier, every
12: weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Six nine five seven thousand or American the official mortgage
14: company of Altitude 950. And MLS
16: 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
14: Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. Every Army National Guard member serves not only to protect the nation, but also their local communities, so they each have a stake in the security and well-being of the neighborhoods where they live and work. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices. And factories. Since the early days of our republic, the Army National Guard has continued its timeless commitment to guarantee peace and security for all Americans. A proud legacy which has endured for nearly four centuries. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. Selfless service. It's what inspires the men and women of the Army National Guard to be part of something greater than themselves. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Do you have a
1: hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down
24: to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at com.
13: The road to success is paved with your new career at Brannon Companies. Since 1906, they've been one of the most stable and respected asphalt, ready mix concrete and pipe construction companies. Construction is booming and Brannon is hiring. They need Class A and B CDL drivers, operators and laborers, all experience levels. Start today, get paid tomorrow. Brannon offers competitive wages, comprehensive benefits package, including matching 401k and stability. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one.
2: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now back to Vic Lombardi.
4: Jokic looks in, cross court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner.
17: Yeah! Yes. <laughs> G Money knocked it down at the horn,
4: and the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot.
8: Reed. Altitude 950 wants to send you and a guest to sit courtside with Nate Kreckman and Ryan Harris as the Nuggets take on the Clippers February 27th. We, of course, want you to see the game in style via the Ultimate Nuggets VIP experience. You know the drill by now, 303 950 Caller number three is qualified to sit with Nate and Ryan on Tuesday night, February 27th. By the way, Coach Malone giving you 10 bucks. And, by the way, Vic, winner gets picked tomorrow on Kreckman and Harris. Nice. Uh The text line is hot
6: three zero nine three three, three zero nine three three of various topics that we've hit during the course of this show. Uh I'll go from the top. Kevin says Kirk Cousins is a manifestation of Stockholm syndrome. We're so used to being abused by bad quarterbacks that we've deluded ourselves into believing he's a good quarterback. You know why? He makes a great point there. You, you you get you get used to a certain level of play that the idea of a better quarterback, even though he may not be, just the idea you're sold on. Kirk Cousins is significantly better than anybody that's played here the last two years. Doesn't mean that they're a Super Bowl contender with Kirk Cousins, though. No. Not necessarily.
7: And it, 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 That's all I've ever said. They're not. And it's what just amazed me going into the 2016 season, and you used to get mad at me for saying this, but you're a city, you're a fan base that just came off of watching Peyton Manning, and you can't realize Trevor Simeon isn't the answer? Yeah.
6: How blind How blind was Broncos country? But it goes back to my point I originally made when you and I started doing this show. How spoiled is Broncos country? See, your expectations are so ridiculous. You're basing your expectations on two Hall of Famers, Peyton Manning and John Elway. And you're like, well, if we don't get those guys, we just keep looking. Good luck with that. Broncos country, Broncos country isn't
7: spoiled because Broncos country just came off of four years of filet mignon, was given
6: a, crappy hamburger and went, well, this is great. All right, who's the next Peyton Manning then in your eyes? I don't know. Okay. That's, <laughs> they don't come across every year. I understand or three that. Years.
7: I understand that. But I'm also going to sit here and go, Trevor Simeon ain't it and this ain't going to work
6: and stop telling me it's going to. Cause I've, I've seen, I know better. This is from Trent on the text line. Hey guys, according to Manchester, Paxton Lynch is more talented than Nick Foles, so Denver should just roll with him next year. You know what? This whole Nick Foles thing, this, this Nick Foles train, I, I'm glad the Super Bowl is sort of past us now because I was all aboard the Nick Foles thing and now it's like, okay, calm down. Let's calm down. Okay. Let's welcome down. to the yeah. party. I, I would, I would welcome Nick Foles. Yes. I would, but would I give up like two firsts and a, no, I would not. No, I would not. I would not give up the, the whole lot just to get Nick Foles. He had a great run, a great run, a championship run. Does it mean he can do that every year? Don't be silly. Here was my point the day after the Super Bowl. If you put Nick Foles
7: here with Billy Moose and Mike McCoy or whoever's running the offense, and if they're square peg and what round hole get? in it, I don't know what he's going to be terrible. I don't. You know put, you put Paxton Lynch in Philly with Doug Peterson and Frank Reich coming up with creative ways to play to his to his talents. I think he would find some success because hmm. because Paxton Lynch has more raw ability than Nick Foles. That was my point. It
6: was correct. End of story. Josh on the text line says my issue with the Kmart contract was never the money. Great free agent signing. It was the traded picks to do the sign and trade. Didn't we give up three first round picks to the Nets? I don't recall how many picks were given up. All I remember is this: they found success. All right, so we can mince words about how many pi- I, picks are so overrated in the NBA unless you have a top ten pick. I just remember what. Remember who makes up this roster right now. The best player on the team was a second round pick. Okay. Arguably the second best player on the team, Gary Harris, arguably, was a late first round pick, a throw in pick. So I, I largely believe picks can be overrated unless they're top picks, which is when the, the Nuggets got to the draft, to the trade deadline and people were saying, well, they can't give away that first rounder. Why? Why? The, the Nuggets next year. What, the first round will be worth, what, 21st, 23rd, wherever they end up? How valuable is that pick? It's a young team to begin with. Is there any more room on this roster for another rookie? Yeah, exactly. It was, it
7: was three first round picks, 06, 07, so 08. What? I'm trying to look up where that pick would have gone. It looks like maybe the 06 pick was Marcus Williams.
6: You so, have, so what are
8: you getting at, though? What's your plan?
6: I, but, but what I'm getting at with picks, here's here's what I've always believed when it comes to the draft and the picks. Yes, you have to be somewhat good, but it, you have to be lucky, too. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys, sit back and think about it. The Utah Jazz were lucky. They were lucky. They were lucky. Donovan Mitchell? they were lucky. as They were good, they were perceptive, and they were lucky. Yeah, I don't think you can chalk it all up to luck. No, no, but does luck play a role in it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, cause teams had to pass think? on them. I would agree. You think? I mean, but luck plays a role in everything. So, in life. so was Joe Dumars a dumb GM when he worked for the uh, Pistons? Didn't he build no. a championship team? He was not a dumb Who GM. Who did Joe Dumars take second overall the year that LeBron Carmelo came out? Uh, he took Darko Milicic. Yeah. Who were the Nuggets prepared to draft had they got the second pick? Darko, Darko Milicic. Are they, is everybody just dumb? No, it's just the way it rolls, man. You gotta get lucky sometimes. Yeah,
7: without it, I'm looking through those three drafts and the Nuggets didn't miss on anybody with, with the picks they would have had. So no, I'm, I'm with you. It's, there is some luck involved, but you know, it's, it's the ready to seize the opportunity. The Jazz were ready to seize wow. the opportunity. I
6: you, we're we're going to find out firsthand when the Broncos are on the clock with the number five overall pick, how much luck will play a role. They're going to have to choose somebody. And let's say it's a quarterback. Let's say they they go the rookie route for the quarterback. We have no idea which way they're leaning. No. Every morning we come to this show and we guess. Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. We have no idea. Do you think luck will play a role in the outcome of that pick? Of yeah. course. Because here's the other thing. We
7: have no idea which of those four guys is going to be a better pro. We can all make a guess. We can all say, hey, I like the guy hey, who's Baker. a gamer. I like the guy who's got the raw physical skills. You like the guy just hypothetically who, you know what, he's the smartest football acumen, whatever. You don't know. I mean, you don't know. know. The Indianapolis Colts essentially flipped a coin on Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf.
6: We don't know. We don't know. If there's luck involved, yes. you know what else can ruin luck? Injuries can ruin luck. Literally, Andrew Luck, Mm -hmm. right? The Colts decided to go in another direction. They gave the keys to their franchise to a guy who, did they know two or three years down the line, Would have a devastating shoulder injury that no one knows what the problem is with this. You know, luck goes in different ways. Kawhi Leonard is ready to take the NBA by storm. According to Popovich, he may not even play this season. He's done. Well, Injury the,
7: luck. The Nuggets have had some of the worst luck in the history. Oh, my
6: gosh. bitten luck. From what? David
7: Thompson falling downstairs to Lafonso Ellis blowing out his knee in the offseason. To
6: Gallo
8: blowing out his knee in a 57-win season. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask you this. How much of a role does luck play in sports? You know, how much of a role more does... Than, more than we care to admit. Yeah. More than we care to admit. That's that's what I'll say. I mean, Manchester, you always talk about hockey, you know, and how it's just... That puck is always bouncing around kind of crazy, you know? You never know what's going to yeah, happen. How do the Avs
6: go all year struggling on the power play, right, on the road. Their one problem on the road is they they get on the power play, they can't do anything. Then all of a sudden in Vancouver, they score five power play goals. Now, they were more aggressive. Coach Bednar told us he loved the aggressive nature. Mm -hmm. But does puck luck play some role there? It has to. Without a doubt.
7: Some of it is just the hockey gods, the basketball gods, the football gods, baseball gods, whatever. Keep
6: throwing it. Keep throwing it. Eventually it'll go in.
7: I mean, I'm trying to think back to Greg Holland's meltdown in the playoff game. I was there. Wasn't one of the early hits like an
8: infield hit? There with mom. That yeah. he, that he didn't just quite, he didn't field it and make the play. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird vibe in that stadium because it's 8-7, right? And we know Fernando Rodney and his stupid hat's coming in the game sure. at 8-7. And, and I always make fun of Fernando's well, hat we, and I get crap for that. We forget that the Rockies cut it to 8-7. They cut it to 8-7. I was in the building. I remember this game you were there very, with, you were there with your mother. And I was. I remember this game very well indeed. And all of a sudden it's 8-7 and I, I keep telling my mom and you know, I love her. She doesn't really understand what's going on. I understand that what's going on. N- unnecessary. I understand. Mom you under guys us. know what's going on. And I tell my mom, if they just get out of this inning, no doubt. they will tie this game and we mm-hmm. will miss our flight. Because mm-hmm. remember, I had the flight that night and I said, and I won't do the show tomorrow. And she said to me, she goes, oh. It's a big deal if you miss the show tomorrow. And I said, oh, no, it's not. Vic and James. Trust me. It's not that big a deal. Vic and James won't care if I miss the show. Mm -hmm. Honestly, maybe I was supposed to miss that flight. But, of course, Greg Holland melted down and the Rockies lost. But
7: if the ball is a foot to the right and it Mm -hmm. goes right to him and it turns into an easy out, Mm
8: -hmm. they probably get out of that inning. And then they tie it at eight or take a nine eight lead. So, yes.
7: And then who knows who's pitching the bottom line? Luck night. is, luck is involved to some extent in, in everything. Especially in, everything.
6: in the draft where there is no science. There isn't. There's give, not. give me a player in this draft that you're willing to bank your mortgage on that is going to be a can't miss NFL player. One guy that you could say, oh yeah, he will be. There's not a guy. Uh, perennial pro bowler. There's not a guy.
7: Now, back in 1998, I mean, in hindsight, this is a really easy question. But in 1998, Peyton Manning's coming out. He played all four years at Tennessee. He's got the pedigree of his family. Do
6: you remember Peyton Manning's rookie year? Everybody he thought was it awful. was
7: a blow-up. Everybody thought that the Colts blew it. The the Jim Mora famous blow-up was either Manning's rookie year or second year, and he was basically going off on Peyton Manning. He
6: set an NFL record for interceptions his rookie year. The the
7: playoffs, that that argument was or, or that rant was all about Jim Moore going off on Peyton Manning turning the playoffs? football over. Why uh, talk about
21: it.
3: playoffs?
7: John Elway lined playoff? up under a guard his rookie year. Exactly. And those two guys were can't miss prospects. John Elway was had all the physical skills, went to freaking Stanford, and his dad was a football coach.
6: And now in 2018 we expect a rookie to come in here and turn a team a woebegone 5 and 11 team into 12 and 4? According it. to HW, That's you it. guys do. I now don't. Me, HW said. Are you nuts?
8: Maybe, gotta want to suck so bad. Out,
7: there's there's a better chance Vance Joseph is fired by my birthday than they go twelve and four. Much better chance
6: uh, from the text line. What is line, his leash
7: though? It's just really my way of dropping the hint that my birthday is Halloween.
6: From the text line three one nine eight H W throwing his mom under the bus. That's very anti Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> if you listen to the show, hey, you know exactly you what he's referencing. You basically
8: said your mom was oh, oh, that's so, so clueless and didn't know what was that happening. So in that good. Game. She knew what was happening, but she, I know you were on your couch understanding a little better what was happening. You made her
6: sound like she was the guy in Weekend at Bernie's. Didn't even know she was there. Okay, how do I get Kenyon mm, Martin knew and George happening. Carl in the same room at the same time for an exclusive Let Bygones Be Bygones interview? How do I make that happen, a la Jake Plummer and Mike Shanahan? That is my goal in life, my next goal. Get those two to talk. Talk it out. I'm going to need some help. I'm going to go to the doctor. The Good Doctor, Travis Heath, coming up next on Altitude 950.
10: Here's
2: what's happening at Altitude 950.
19: Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. Come spend the most Colorado festive holiday with the Mammoth and their sweet Colorado-themed gear, which will be auctioned off after postgame. Tickets start at just $10 and can be purchased at altitudetickets.com.
6: Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710.
4: Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 new vehicles to choose from on 17 acres, we guarantee the best prices and lowest payments in the state. That's right, best prices and lowest payments in the state that can't be beat. Being the number one volume dealer has its perks, and we're passing them on to you. Come on in and see for yourself why we're Colorado's first choice. Conveniently located off I-25 and 104th, Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center, or RamDenver.com.
15: RamDenver.com.
4: Driven by you.
15: Hey, guys, we all want those hearty home-style
6: meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious homestyle meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for homestyle cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south or their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's
20: BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto. On West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood, Lakewood.com.
13: Have you ever thought to yourself, oh, sure, another health club, big bucks for the same old stuff? Well, I'm talking with Chad from Vasa Fitness. What makes Vasa Fitness different.
5: What really makes us different, and it's something that people in the industry have been trying to figure out for years, but it's this simple as fixed, friendly, and clean. And that's what we actually focus a lot of our attention on is that smile when you walk through the front door and they leave with a smile. And we know happy and they're smiling on the way out that you did. You changed their life. You made a difference in their life. And what maybe was a tough day, or maybe they're going through a stream going, you know what? I feel better because I left Vasa. And I left.
13: I like that. That's the goal, right? Feeling good. What does it cost to join?
5: The biggest response we get when people come into our doors is what's the catch? And the memberships are either $9.99 a month and that includes just the weights and cardio or it's $19.99 a month and that includes everything in the gym. Pool, sauna, steam room, jacuzzi, basketball, racquetball, classes, cycle classes.
13: Tell us about the uh, fitness cinema. That sounds cool.
5: Yeah. It's full surround sound. It's just like a movie theater and we have cardio equipment in there. Takes your mind off what you're doing and you can actually do cardio for a longer period of time. It works on me. And that's all included. Everything's included for the 1999. So a lot of times people come in and get, I get all this for 1999. No contracts.
13: No contract. Wow. I know. Okay, so VASA Fitness is definitely not big bucks for the same old, same old. Can I do a free trial?
5: Yeah. If you want to download a pass, you just go online and click on the pass and download it to your phone. And then you just come in come in and experience what I'm talking about. And it, what you're going to find is you're going to find a culture that is fixed, friendly, clean.
13: Thanks for being here, Chad. Go to vasafitness.com, V-A-S-A, fitness.com, and download your free pass.
12: New year, new me. You saying that to yourself? Why not do something about it, guys? Hey, it's Mark Mosier for Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery. Make 2018 the year you do something for yourself, both personally and professionally, and find out what Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery can do for you. Board-certified decades of experience, the real deal. Men of all ages looking for that edge, and now you can get it, including specialized treatment just for men. Do what I did and find out if plastic surgery is right for you. Just go to BeautifulMe.com. That's BeautifulMe.com.
2: The altitude 950 hotline is now open.
12: Call 303-753-0950 to
2: join the show.
18: I just look at it for what it is. You know, um, do I wish we could have done more as players and as organizationally? Yeah. But you can only play the cards that you dealt. You know what I'm saying you can only play the hand that you dealt, and I think we did. And if you ask people that was there, people that knows the game, that was around the game, my teammates, I'm pretty sure they tell you the same thing. You no, know, well, we of course we had our thing, and we went through stretches we played well, we did things we didn't play well, but that's every NBA team.
6: That is uh, Kenyon Martin asked uh, what, how he would describe his career as a Denver Nugget, and he said we underachieved, and he said they underachieved because of. Quote, coaching. He went after George Carl. This all occurred on these airwaves yesterday afternoon. Nate Kreckman and Ryan Harris visiting with Kenyon Martin, who will be in town tomorrow night for 2000s night. We welcome to the show our uh local psychologist, our good doctor, Travis Heath. Travis, I don't know if you heard any portion of that interview, but clearly, clearly, K. Martin, George Carl aren't going to go have coffee at Starbucks anytime soon. You covered the Nuggets back then. You followed the Nuggets. Uh, do you agree with his assessment that it was bad coaching that cost this team?
11: Well, first, I listened to the whole interview. Uh, props to uh, Nate Crackman and Ryan Harrison. Yeah. It was a great interview. Second, just a little context. I mean, uh, you know, Kenyon was probably the player on that team uh, that I was closest to. Like, I came to know Kenyon beyond just you know basketball, and he was one of my favorite guys. He's a complicated guy, but that's probably why he was one of my favorite guys. I also, you know, became friends with George Carl. You know, when I say friends, I mean, you know, we broke bread together, sort of, you know, friendship. And I think that, first of all, no, I don't think it's just coaching. Uh, I, I, think, I think what you have here are two guys that are more alike than they actually are different. Um, you know, like George, George is a complicated personality too, man. Like I'd say something, and George wouldn't talk to me for a week. Like, he wouldn't even make eye contact with me, you know, and he'd go out of his way to, like, show that he was not going to talk to me. And then, you know, the next week we'd be talking about, like, life, things way beyond basketball. And I think Kenyon's got an aspect of that to his personality too, right? And and so both guys, I think, are sensitive. And I don't say that as a pejorative. Like, I'm not saying sensitive in a bad way. What I mean is that I think they're both attuned to other people and like how what other people might be thinking or feeling in a way that not everybody is. And so that creates a certain uh, sensitivity. I think in terms of like the coaching critique, I think Kenyon's just sort of upset and hurt by what George wrote in the book. And I I also think they don't, you know, they just didn't see eye to eye on certain things. Now, Now, the risk of all this, Vic, I think is that people look back at this time in Nuggets history and somehow say it's a failure. I don't, look, I think we do this too much in our culture and sports culture and culture as a whole, where things are either good or bad. They're either successful or a failure. And I think that's a mistake. I think if you look at that era through a nuanced lens, what you see is that there was a lot of success. Now there was discord too. And by the way, that doesn't have to be a happy ending. I, I do think if I could get Kenyon and <laughs> George in a room or if anyone could and really talk with them, you know, I think they'd end up, Back on the same page, but that's probably not going to happen, and it doesn't mm. have to happen. No. That's okay. But mm. that, doesn't, that doesn't mean the era was a failure, right? Yeah, you know, I, mean, it, I think there was a lot of success.
6: Doc, I could not agree with you more on just the the, the stamp we put on an era. Like, I, I look back at the 2000s with Carl, with um, Mello, and, and Kenyon Martin. That was a vast success, man. Those were fun times. Those were great seasons. Got to the playoffs every year. Now, granted, the playoffs weren't so fun when you get tossed in the first round, but the entire decade of basketball, are you kidding me? That was a great success. I hate the fact that we look back at that time and say, oh, that sucked. It didn't suck. It was great. Enjoy what you had. And hopefully, if I told you right now that what you had for those 10 years, you'd get the next 10 years, would you take it as a Nuggets fan? Would you take it?
11: Almost certainly. Um, Now, granted, yes, there are disappointments in there. Look, the team didn't make it out of the first round but once, but when they did make it out of the first round, and I'm relying on my, you know, uh, Nuggets history brain here, I I might be wrong, but I believe they made it to Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers, which is the furthest that any Nuggets team in the history, at least when they were called the Nuggets, ever ever made it, right? And so... How can you say that that part's not a success? now, there were some early round exits that were very disappointing right and but here's the thing: both can exist at the same time. You can say and and if you want to talk about coaching, I mean where I think George Carl and if you know he'd probably curse me out for for saying this, if he hears this, which is okay. But where I think George Carl was sort of weakest was. Uh, out-of-bounds plays, right? And that that came back to bite them mm-hmm. in, in that, that Western Conference final series. But, look, all of us in our jobs, we have relative strengths and relative weaknesses. That was one of George's relative weaknesses, and it happened to show up at a time twice in that series of memory serves where it really bit them in the backside. Okay, but that doesn't mean the entire his entire coaching uh, tenure was unsuccessful. And it also doesn't mean that he didn't coach well in that Western Conference Finals, there were elements in which he was successful, and there were elements in which he struggled. And I think we could look at every player and say the same thing, right?
6: I think deep down, though, you're exactly uh, correct in this assessment. I think uh, George Carl and Kenyon Martin are both very competitive individuals in a complicated way. So complicated that they, yeah. can, they may not talk to each other for the rest of their lives, which is sad, but whatever. Um, Kenyon clearly has a beef with George because of uh the the he felt George personally attacked his upbringing in his book and I I you know, say what you want about George. I will never ever ever agree with Kenyon and say he was a bad coach. He was a great coach. He was a great coach. He's a coach who brought 57 wins to a franchise that should not have won 57 games that season, okay? Now, was wow. he complicated? Was he unorthodox? Did he have issues managing uh big names? Yes. Yes, you're exactly right, but he's not a bad coach. That's a blatant lie.
11: Yeah, well, he's not, but I think that's more hurt than saying that than what Kenyon actually about basketball. Because I don't, I don't know if people know this about Kenyon, because he plays the card sort of close to the vest here. But if you talk to other players, I guarantee you they will tell you this about Kenyon. That dude has a super high basketball IQ. He knows basketball. (laughs) Yes, he does. He may have been when like Chauncey obviously had a high basketball IQ, but Kenyon's basketball IQ would rival every bit of Chauncey's, and so. Um, I don't think, like, listen, I think there are some ways interpersonally that George went about coaching that Kenyon didn't like. But, see, I had this conversation with George Vic a number of times over the years when he'd get frustrated and he'd, you know, the AAU baby thing and all this stuff. It's like, look, man. If you coach in the NBA, that's what you're signing up for. Like, look, if you want good X's and O's, and I mean this sincerely, and I'm not mm-hmm. knocking George or NBA coaches, but if you want good X's and O's, go watch some high school basketball this week, right? Go yeah. watch the state tournament. Go watch it's girls basketball
6: in Iowa, if that's what you want.
11: It, it, Exactly. Watch Division Two, II, Division III, NAIA. That's where you'll see some of the best sort of technical coaches. The reason that you are an NBA coach, the reason that George at the back end of that contract is getting paid four or five million bucks a year was to manage these egos. To man- And listen, when you're like in the top one percent of your profession, um, when you're prodigiously talented, you tend to be complicated. Sometimes you're hard to get along with. This isn't just basketball players. This is Artists or, you, you know, engineers. Look at like Manchester. Are, yeah, I mean, we got a guy here. I mean, <laughs> talk about complicated. Right. And so, like, if people are really talented, that tends to come with complication. Then if you're an NBA coach and you're co- coaching, like, the absolute upper echelon of the upper echelon, you have to deal with this. And is it easy? No. Is it frustrating sometimes? Absolutely. Does it make you want to lose your mind sometimes? Sure. But that's why you're getting paid four or five million bucks a yeah. year.
6: You just said something. Uh, That resonates with me because I think athletes, a lot of athletes this day and age, get such a bad shake, and I think it's offensive. Oh, that guy's dumb. Oh, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, that guy. Right, right. You're so on when it comes to Kenyon Martin and his basketball acumen. If you had watched him defensively back in the day and when they rotate defenses, no one, was smarter in defensive rotation than Kenyon Martin. Did you think all those block shots happened just because of his athleticism? You think it happened by accident? It happened because he knew exactly how to rotate, when to rotate, and when to get to the guy driving the basket. He was as smart as they come. And I hate when people put labels on athletes as dumb or smart because there's book smart and then there's sports sports smart. And that guy was a brilliant basketball mind.
11: Yeah, and he... Look, Vic. He would like he would call out the inbounds play of the other team before they would inbound the ball. Uh, it, I, seriously, if you go back and watch you know, watch him, and people think he's just talking or whatever, he's calling out what the other team's about to run. Like he knew what those inbound play, in, inbound plays were. Also, listen. I once had a conversation with Kenyon. He approached me and talked to me about psychology. He said. You know, once he finished his degree at Cincinnati, he said, maybe I'll do something in psychology. Like, I'd like to help people. And we had a 30-minute conversation just about, like, life and psychology. So that dude's smart even just beyond basketball. Now, the fans, I understand, he, he has this persona for the media. And when I say persona, I don't mean it's it's fake. I mean, it's part of who he is. But fans sometimes don't realize... Like, Some guys let it all sort of out for the camera, right? They wear their emotions on their sleeves. And the same person you see on the camera is the same person you see everywhere else. And there were parts of that with Kenyon. But then, you know, he's got his own personal life and who he is as a guy that no sports journalist was ever going to ask him about. Why would they? That wasn't their job, right? Right. But these guys are um so much more complicated often than you know the average fan would see, so you see kenyon 's ferocity that 's true, but he also had this incredible incredibly keen basketball i q and he 's also just smart about life man um, so and so is George Carl, right? That's why I think ultimately it manifests a little differently, but you're looking at two guys that are cut from the same cloth in a lot of ways.
7: I think the more important part of your conversation, guys, was, Vic, you said I was complicated, and then Travis said, yeah, complicated people tend to be really, really talented. No,
6: no. It got to you when we said, you know, we there are smart people that are complicated, and then there are just really dumb people. That's when your name came up. <laughs>
7: oh, that's sorry, not what I heard. Sorry. That's, that's not, not what I heard. about that. Hey,
11: last one, Travis.
6: <laughs> what? Go ahead.
11: No, go ahead. I was just Last joking. one. I to rewind uh,
6: the tape. I, I need to ask you this though. So Kenyon's going to be at Pepsi Center tomorrow night. I want to do yeah. a bygones be bygones interview between Kenyon and George. Now I think I can get George. I can get George to do yeah. it. What do I tell? How would I approach Kenyon Martin to make this happen? <gasps> Give me some advice.
11: <laughs> I, I don't. Listen, this is the only way I think you could go about it, is somehow you would have to have Kenyon be convinced that it was his idea. Like if you, if you approach Kenyon and it's someone else's idea, there's no way he's doing it. But if there's some way that you could have a conversation and he he came to believe it was his idea, then I, I think you've got a shot. Can I use uh, your okay. services
6: for about 10 minutes tomorrow night? Can, can I bring you along?
11: I don't, I don't know if I could uh, even be helpful with that one, man. Like Kenyon is one of those – I'll tell you, when Kenyon's got his mind made up, made up, that dude's got his mind made up. But but it is I, – I just want to say this really quick, and, and I understand the politics of it, and I get it. There, there's a part of me, though, that's sad about the fact that, you know, like George isn't going to be there, right? And it's the right move, I think, by the way. It's the right move for him not to be there. It would cause more strife than it would, you know, fight, good. fight would break but out. But it, it, But it is sort of sad that, uh, you know, this era that is one of the better eras in Nuggets history, at least at the present moment, is kind of fragmented. But who knows? Look, I mean, and I know this team won three championships, but, you know, when when, when it was fresh, when Kobe and Shaq just had that breakup, Right. No one ever thought that those two would be together again and they'd be talking and their both jerseys would be retired and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and now over a decade later, things have settled. Uh, You know, maybe the same thing will happen with with Kenyon and George over time.
6: Doctor, you soothe me. You should be the voice of the DIA train. Hell, man. I mean, just instant soothing reaction. That's what I get out of you. Doc, thanks for your time, buddy.
11: And by the way, I hope you win that train contest, man. I, I'm you've got my support. Well, I better win, See you guys.
6: You know what'll happen if I don't. Thanks. That's Dr. Travis Heath who joins us every Thursday on the show. He should charge me for that because I always feel a lot better after talking to him. You know, he's right though. If I go up to, if I go up to Kmart and I say, "Hey, dude, you know what'll make you look great? You know what's going to make you look like the bigger man? This putting out the olive branch. Yes. And you know what's next? Two big interviews I want to do. Two. Mm. K. Martin, George Carl. Okay. We can make that maybe happen. Chester and Mike Kliss. We can make that happen. That's next on the list. I'm in. You got the Vic Lombardi Show.
12: Mark Mosier. It's not only Eric Johnson, too, when you're talking about Anton Lindholm being out. You're talking about 40 minutes of hockey every single night that you've got to find a solution for, including your number one who plays against the other team's top line night in and night out. The Moj. Weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950.
2: Denver's All Sports Station.
12: You're turning it over to a young guy like Nikita Zadorov. You're turning it over to Tyson Berry, Sam Gerard, Patrick Nemeth. I mean, who's going to be the guy to do it? That's a tough thing. And this Avalanche team is going to have to find a way to press on. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado
17: Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road?
5: I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhausts to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me.
17: Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at
9: Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long.
4: Colorado
9: Off-Road Hi, we're here at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood, Colorado I'm joined by Jack Farland, the owner So Jack, you guys work on Classic Card, right? That's right, we restore and service Classics We also buy, sell, and consign So then what's up with this Cadillac
23: Escalade
12: right here?
9: Well, we do over-the-top detail projects on newer cars like the Escalade. This car looks brand new. That's the idea. It's actually a 2011. This is a 2011? That's amazing, right? Looks like it's just off the showroom floor. That's because we're now doing applications of a highly advanced ceramic coating. After a thorough cleaning, our technician applies two coats of this ceramic. Wow, that is glossy. It's not cheap, but it makes your paint look better than new, and it really lasts. It's like applying glass to your paint. So lots and lots of classics like these Ferraris and Porsches and details that make your car look brand new. Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Can I drive that one? Yeah, if you buy it. The United
19: States Postal Service is hiring carriers for the Denver Post Office. Check out the job fair Thursday, February 22nd from 3 to 6 p.m. And get more info on the positions, wages, and benefits. 7540 East 53rd Place in Denver. 7540 East 53rd Place, Thursday.
1: Denver's real estate market is
13: booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year, part-time. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's learnwiththeacademy.com.
15: Hey, Scott is here. You know, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but do your homework and go to a medical provider that you trust and that specializes in testosterone. Hey, I got my levels tested at the Low T Center. Their physicians exclusively diagnose and treat men with low T. At the Low T Center, it's quick and easy with results. In about twenty minutes. Treatment is even covered by most health insurance. Give them a call today: three zero three four five one five six nine eight. That's three zero three four five one five six nine eight, or go to lowteethcenter.com.
14: The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station paulino gardens grower of
24: the finest vegetable plants welcomes you to their beautiful garden center you'll find a wide selection of quality trees shrubs rose bushes and perennial flowers friendly expert advice and family-owned since 1962 paulino gardens 6300 north broadway in denver altitude 950 denver's
2: all sports station now back to Vic lombardi Hey,
6: hey, hey, Was oh, in the show, with my favorite song. Thanks, Jesse. Say, say, I appreciate say, that. Hey, 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 or in the uh, words of HW, things. So things. This is like Thanks. Things. Did I finally get that right for you? you I want to thank all of our guests today. A lively show. We were all over the place today. And, you know, sometimes I think too deeply about how you do sports dog radio. Should you be. All over the map. Should you be down the road? One topic for three. I don't know. I don't know the ingredients to a good show. And maybe you people on the text line can help me. If you go from topic to topic as we did today, we hit on everything. We had Michael Malone to start the day off talking about how he's going to give vouchers, $10 to people who attend the Clippers game Tuesday night. Uh, we talked nuggets. We talked about the Olympics last night. Uh, the greatest Olympic moment in my eyes so far most of America missed because it happened after midnight in Denver. That is the U.S. women's hockey team defeating the Canadian team in a shootout, dramatic fashion to win the gold medal. It was definitely better than that third training run we watched
7: the Norwegian skier have.
6: Yes. So then we went on to Kmart, Kenyon Martin, who was on yesterday with uh, Harrison Kreckman just blistering George Carl on these airways. We played it back. I um I debated, without Kenyon being here, I Debated a lot of what he had to say I disagreed with a lot of what he had to say and then of course the good doctor Travis uh giving us some perspective on that relationship as complicated as it was between George Carl and Kenyon Martin so we are all over the place today I want to thank you guys for uh holding the fort because I'm not sure exactly how we got through and then of course we we could not get through a three hour show without Manchester uh jumping on the Bronco quarterback situation I didn't bring it
7: up but I certainly am not going to Dodge the topic. Yeah. What, your latest, had a,
6: what's your latest plan now? You had something you said. Today. No, I'm the one
8: with the plan. He no, just no, no.
7: screams about Sloan's
8: no, life. No, 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 no.
6: I
7: said if John Elway signs Kirk Cousins, it'll be the move that gets him fired. Okay. that's what I said. That's today. what you said.
8: That was the hot take. Time
6: to check our facts, please.
9: What headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention?
24: The big news. Right now, that's the wrong hit. Well, we'll start with that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that uh,
6: Jesse's looking at me, going, Jesse, this is the fact checker. J- Jesse thinks it's seven a.m.
8: Uh, Sorry, it, Dan was annoying me over here. There so. is something <laughs> just
7: poetic about screwing up the fact checker. Yes, Dan <laughs>
8: Tanner was annoying. I am just floored. All right, no. Stop! Stop!
6: We're going We're to try it again. Yeah. Stop okay. the music. Stop the music. We're going to. But from the very get-go. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. For this show. Let's bring in our fact-checker. Marty monitors the mistakes.
2: Oh, I messed sorry. up the intro. <laughs> That's not right. In yeah. today's <laughs> fact-checker. I believe you called it a fat-checker. I called
19: it fat a fat-checker. Checker.
6: Yeah.
24: Okay. okay, well, Vic, we'll start with you. You said uh, Mason Plumley got hurt during the Oklahoma City game. He actually yeah. got hurt during the Celtics game on January 29th. Uh, yeah, one of those games. So, okay, I
6: missed it by three days.
24: It was, so I thought it was a Marcus can be actually.
6: played in the Western Conference Finals.
24: <laughs> I want to just play that one over and over again. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, James, you were asking about vegan options at the Pepsi Center. I yeah. did find a few for you. Awesome. Um, they're all in the sweet level, though, so you're going to have to gain access no. to that. You yeah. can get the summer vegetable and tofu flatbread, and there's That's also good. a sloppy Jane, which is fried Tempa.
6: Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, they,
24: oh, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> this
6: exists. Wow.
7: Yes. This is a show. good way to end the show. Absolutely, yes. What meeting did they brainstorm
24: that name and everybody went,
7: Yeah. Yeah, sloppy Jane. Well, well we, we got a and sloppy Joe, me. why not a Jane? That's what
24: we're going with. So uh if you want to go to the sweet level, you can get those. Uh Vic, you were talking about Leave the alone. USA shootout, and you kinda of whiffed on the name. Let's listen to that. The game winning goal, the shootout goal by the American uh who's got two last names, Lamaru something was amazing. <laughs> her last her second name is not something, it's Davidson. So. Oh. I'm not
6: supposed to remember all these names. Don't get on me about names. You got a name I can't pronounce.
24: <laughs> I will you hit the breaking news button for the second day in a row to let us know that the 49th best player in Nuggets history was Danny Shays. It appears the Nuggets are going to release that at 8 a.m. every day, so I don't think that's the last time you're going to be hitting that button. Well, just yeah. to
8: be full transparent, I don't have the button when Vic is here, so I tell Jesse to please hit the button. So yeah, let's let's just be clear on that. You directed it.
24: Well, you still called for it. So did I hit it? <laughs> okay, fine. I'll fact checking tech- the fact. I'll change my
7: verbiage there. Technicality.
24: And uh, the albatross count was at three today. I don't think we've had one of those in a long, long time. Okay. So
7: I'm sorry I bring big words to the show.
6: I mean, is that really what this is about? Balderdash! No, it's just that you use them in succession, in like ten seconds. Well, and we all
8: know you're trying to say something else when you say balderdash. You can just get away with saying balderdash.
6: Albatross is a great word. What was the word we had that day that homeboy had no idea what it meant and it was very basic? Like Me? Cat? Or something like that? <laughs> it was.
7: It oh, was. It nepotism. was something. Yeah, it nepotism. was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll stop with my big word. Sorry. All right, and that's all
24: for today. It's pretty pretty good show, fellas. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks.
14: Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good show as well. I thought it was
8: pretty outrageous, <laughs> but I guess that's what we do.
7: Who do we have on the show tomorrow? Kyle. He's got 21 hours to figure that out. Mm. Now, um, in all seriousness, we'll check it. Quite, li- quite literally, if it's like today, he has 21 hours to figure that out.
8: We'll check, uh, we'll check with Kyle because he is on that Avs road trip. By the way, Vic, huge game tonight for the abs in Edmonton. Must win. Correct. You're gonna
6: call it that? <laughs> Dude, I'm not saying anything stupid or frivolous here. Yes, it's a must-win game against a lesser team, a team that beat you on home ice a week ago, a team you need to be, you need two points. I Must tend to win. feel the same way.
7: You know what's on the show tomorrow? Kyle. The more you know. What are you doing again? You the told 2000s. Me. Not my favorite decade either, but I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll
8: take one for the team. Vic, don't you think you should do the Olympics again?
6: Yeah, you know what, else, you know what we need to do tomorrow, to be honest? What? And, and it's the last time I bother you guys with this. It's the last day we're on the air before the big vote. We have to push it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tomorrow is, we tomorrow to is campaign day.
7: Mm-hmm. Right, maybe we'll
8: get like, Cliss on the airwaves. Yeah, you know what?
6: That'd be great. Can we play, and, and I just want to, not that I need to sell myself to the people who listen to this show. There's a reason you listen because I think you like what we have to say. So I'm not trying to sell you on voting for me. But maybe if you could tell a friend or 400. I am literally, literally taking this not seriously. I'm taking this like a grain of salt. If I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. I'm having fun with it. Okay? Some people might be offended with this. I was not. I put it on my social channels. This is the captain, Gabriel Landeskog, offering his support for my movement. Let's listen to the captain one more time. By the
8: way, this is going to be the fired up finale. So we're just calling it off. Oh, it is? Yeah. My fault. This is the captain. We'll listen to Gabe.
5: Hey guys, Gabe Landisguy here for the Colorado Avalanche. Listen, I've seen the list to be the voice at DIA, and Vic is by a mile the shortest guy on that list. He has short man syndrome, he needs this, this will be good for his confidence, and he really needs something to be passionate about in his life, and I think this could really be his lifeline. So I wish you all the best, Vic, and good luck.
6: See you now. Some people may take offense to that. I I guarantee if you played something like that for the other candidates, they take offense to it. Oh, no doubt. That's a badge of honor for me. Yeah. That's a badge of honor. Yeah. Because Because if the organization wants to support somebody else, fine, I get it. But I got the captain
7: and I got the coach. And you're the only candidate that has gotten a hundred, or a dollars of free concessions from the Nuggets head coach for everyone.
6: I make things happen. So, how many candidates out there? out there get <laughs> you free
7: money to Nuggets games? Well done. Take how on, many? We'll hey, talk to can, more. Can, how can, many? Can the one guy get you a voucher if you go to a Vikings game? Can you give me a voucher at an Avs game? Can you I just
6: got vouchers at a Nuggets game. I make things happen. Up next, Hastings and Brownman, altitude 950.
10: Altitude 950. Rewind. We're a fun team to watch, and we're young. That's one thing I want all of our fans to realize. You come to a game, you can grow with us. You're not from Denver, so what? Come to a game and grow with the Nuggets. we got 20-year-olds, 22-year-olds. We're a team that is a good team right now. But I tell you what, our future is so bright, and, and I want our fans to get in now and to help us not only this year, but for years to come as we aspire to be an NBA champion. And that is what our ultimate goal is, and that's from... Josh Kronke to Tim Conley and myself, all the way down to every player in our locker room. And if you come to our game, we want the same thing you want, Vic. We want the place packed with Denver Nuggets fans.
2: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station.
21: Coming up tonight, the Colorado Avalanche will be in Edmonton to take on the Oilers. Puck drop is at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting away at 6.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the
2: call. E, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Jokic
4: has come to play tonight. He just does it all the time. Putting the team on his back in the fourth quarter. Cain landis
14: is it's the hat trick for the captain. That's what I like. Three's worth four to two.
2: Denver's all-sports station, altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios. Scott Hastings, and Julie Brownman Hastings and Brownman starts
4: now. We go round by round. Jocelyn Lamaru. Two goals apiece in the shootout. Lamaru moving in on Javadash.